Alright guys, we are here for best in the business. We got 16 gimmicks we are doing today and we're going to talk about which WWE, alright, or F, whichever you prefer to call it, which gimmick is the best in the business. Now we've excluded WCW, you know, NWA, like uh, Japan, like uh, uh, we've excluded all of those just to simplify this to the top 16 because we had a huge debate on that so we're making it simple here uh today so i'm jake aka bomber we got lee we got scott we got matt zion and we got rab ever basically everybody but peanut no surprise so <laughs> with, with five and people, also no coin flips with five people yeah I was oh yeah saying, no mm, coin fuck flips. yeah all right i like it people have gotten mad at some of those in the past because it did not go their way but um anybody have anything to say before we get this thing going i do okay I just, I just want to say, and here's one of the rare times where I'm going to praise you, Bomber. Okay. Uh, I, I am glad that we managed to talk you down from just doing greatest gimmicks ever and having okay. only like a 16-man tournament. Uh, very very uh, nice of you to be talked down and just limited was... to WWE. And then we can do future best in the businesses with WCW. More content. And- Yes, more content. Yeah. So, uh, Just so nobody gets mad, Bomber. nobody gets upset. We we have plan on doing more, is what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. also, and also, uh, this list is also se- severely compromised at the same time. So, anyone who wants to complain <laughs> in the comments, I'm with you. There's definitely a lot of greater gimmicks on here that we could have put on, but this is what we fought for, and I hope everyone listening enjoys our conversation on yeah this yeah scott you want to run through the uh the not the honorable uh oh, sure mentions yeah yeah the the honorable mentions um so get your raging ready we have sergeant slaughter we have stone cold steve austin we have edge specifically rated our superstar uh scary sherry kurt angle ravishing rick rude the legend killer randy orton you notice by this point, there's no teams. We went solo on this. Uh, Yokozuna, the Demon, Finn Balor, Jerry the King Lawler, Sting, Hogan, and Matt Hardy. We took those out because we're not doing Impact or WWE yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. So they they were kind of on the short list. So yeah, they're they're out for other stuff. But yeah, See, yeah. we're not yeah we're not doing WCW. I specifically was going to request Norman Smiley. As per usual, <laughs> as a you know, I would have backed that fucking. Re- that when we request. get to WCW. Yeah. He's on. It's gonna be great. He might be. Yeah. Okay. We well. Also, we we should also just mention uh, we we put Nature Boy Ric Flair on this tournament because right. we feel like his gimmick transcends. Yes. That's uh, not. That's, that's not. Let's not sell too early. They'll, yeah. they'll stop listening. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> so you, you know go. where it, it's 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 in. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I say we just get this thing started here. First round, first matchup. This is going to be in long form. If you haven't seen this before or heard this before, we're going to debate each one of these matches, and it will. Uh, we'll see who wins the tournament. These are the uh, the top sixteen. Here we go. Uh, match one, round one. The Hurricane versus Doink the Clown. Again, a lot of debate on these two. Getting these onto the list, but um, who wants to start? Scott, you want to start this one out here? Sure, I'll start this one. I always like to look at the match and go, has this match happened? I don't know. Hurricane. Yeah, right. <laughs> hmm, yeah. I wonder. Um, so when I first saw this list, I'll say this right now, I went, really? Doink is the best gimmick? But Matt was right. Like, it's one of the more memorable ones ever, and I guess similar clarification, we can see it right now. 
it's not the guys like the Stone Cold Workman character, like the beat up your boss character. It's the character, the Doink style, the Hurricane style. So that's more what this is. Um, Hurricane, I was if even being on the list, but I don't know who to replace him with, so I have no problem with him being there. And it's undeniably a good gimmick too, for what it was. Like it worked and sold merch, and kids loved it, and it still works to this day. And Doink, the guy who made it is gone, and they still bring that gimmick back, and it still gets over. And honestly, I mean, this is a question bomber that I'm going to ask to bring up right now. Are we considering the whole Doink gimmick, or are we talking face Doink or heel Doink, or how do we want to work this? Um, it's the whole thing. It's the, it's it's again. This is always uh, your opinions. It's it's the whole thing. It's however you see. Okay. It. When you see Doink okay. the Clown, and it's the gimmick Doink the Clown, what do you think? Okay, so that my opinion then is he was the evil clown, which worked and had the cool theme. It was scary and actually got over. And then he became a laughable, happy, good guy that still worked, but was a joke as many 90s, like Duke the Drumster and TJ Hopper, plumber, whatever shit was. It was one of those. And it didn't really work. But he, he was on WrestleManias and stuff, so it, it did work. So I, uh, even though after everything I said, I'm going with Doink on this one, um, okay. just because it did transcend... Like I said, it worked good and bad, too. Like, it, it was a gimmick that actually was able to evolve and still happens today without the original guy, Osborne. So, there you go. All right, so that's one for Doink. Rab, who are you going with here? Um, so, for me, I mean, uh, a lot of what uh, Lee just said. Uh, <laughs> you shit. <laughs> Didn't take long. I, I had to get it out early, you Did know? Did not I'm take glad. long, yeah. Salvo, opening salvo, good, good. Um... No, a lot of what Scott said is is very legit, especially with Doink and what you know Matt was saying uh, before we start recording this. Of this is a gimmick that has transcended, you know, even the person who did it. And it's it's how many years later is it since the '80s when they started doing Doink, and how many Doinks were there, and how you know, and they had the the mini Doink, and they Dink, uh, Dink. <laughs> Dink the Clown. Yes, you're right. Uh -huh. The name was escaping me, but yeah, Dink. Um, and and that is just a gimmick that I I remember from when I was a kid. That if I ask people now who who maybe watch when they were kids, watch in the '80s, they'll say, "Oh yeah, they'll remember you know Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and Andre the Giant and Doink the Clown." Yeah, it, it, it's 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 to that point. I mean, on and on the other side, you have uh, the Hurricane, who I have to admit I was a huge fan of when I was a teenager. When I you know, it, it's so silly. It, he he. He dressed like a superhero. He came out. He had a sidekick. He had two sidekicks. Uh, you know, he had uh, Molly and he had... Uh, Rosie. Uh, Rosie, yes, the, mm -hmm. the superhero in training. Whatever <laughs> yeah. that's the about. shit. Yeah, the shit. Um, and, oh, and he had a secret identity. You know, he would come out as himself as a reporter. Uh, it, it, was, it was brilliant. And, I mean, like, you look at, like, the work he did... It was real small when The Rock came back as Hollywood Rock, right? And, you know, they had a great little segment where he, he just kept beating The Rock, and The Rock just couldn't, and he'd get in his head. It was it was fantastic. It was one of the, you know, I, I don't consider that a particularly good time in wrestling, but it was one of the few things that I thought worked really well. Um, so, I mean, I was one of the people pushing for the Hurricane to be on this list. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the end... You know, as much as I love the hurricane, it, it's undeniable just how 
doink just as a gimmick, not as a worker, not as a wrestler, because like I said, it's been many different guys. Just doink as a gimmick has you know transcended the uh, the cultural zeitgeist. Okay. Uh, when you think about wrestling, so I'm going doink. Alrighty, that's two for doink now. Uh, I guess Lee, what are you thinking here? All right, so. Hurricane comes from an era that I absolutely fucking hated in WWE that I just, I personally can't stand, and I'm not a big fan of that gimmick. Um, for me, it's a little too gimmicky, if, if that makes sense for this list, but um, I just it, it like... Does not I, like it does not. It does. It's like the <laughs> Just for the record, it's going up against a evil clown. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, uh, and I will explain why the evil clown works better, just saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> The, the idea that the hurricane has a secret identity and all this shit, like, fuck that crap. It, it just sucks. <laughs> and but it's okay I, that a dude dresses up like an evil clown. <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> and here's the thing. Doink the Clown uh, in the major leagues in WWE was always, uh, always done by someone who was a great wrestler, whether it was Chris Jericho or Matt Osborne or uh, somebody else. It was always a really great wrestler. Um... Also, the idea that Doink the Clown was just this fucking crazy person who was an asshole who dressed up like a clown and fucked with people, the evil Doink, that's great. I like that gimmick. Uh, it, it worked because the wrestler was so great. And actually, what it sort of boils down to is that I enjoyed Doink the Clown's matches more than I enjoyed the Hurricane's matches. I, I just never felt the Hurricane was that great a wrestler, honestly. Okay. Uh, he never really did for me in the ring. Doink the Clown no matter who uh, portrayed him, always did him justice. Uh, and then, of course, there's about a million indie versions of Doink to this day that yeah. most, of them, most of them just suck ass. Yeah. But, I mean, that is an endearing gimmick. The Hurricane is uh, kind of a one-and-done gimmick. And, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that that motherfucker is making money off it to this day. You know, he got his nose broken and he, and he can't really work anymore. But, you know... Fuck it, he's still making money from it, so uh, bully to him, but Doink the Clown works for me, so he gets my vote. Alright, that's three for Doink. That's going to be the majority, but uh, Matt Zion, what do you got? Yeah, I was also going to go with Doink. I, I was one of the people that fought for Hurricane to be on the list, because my argument was, like Rab said, that was not a very good time in wrestling at all. If anything, it was abysmal, but he was one of the few bright spots. And I remember specifically people that didn't like wrestling still liked him. Like, that that gimmick really reached out to a lot of people. But if you look at it from this standpoint, like, somebody who didn't watch wrestling and didn't know what we were talking about would assume we're talking about a cosplayer that likes Marvel and someone a cosplayer that likes It is what we're basically going at here, which I think it's even funnier that Lee's like, oh, I can buy into the scary fucking clown. But <laughs> Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, they're both equally ridiculous. Come on. No, come on. Ev evil Doink is just this insane motherfucker who's fucking with people. That that's all there is to it. So like, Joker's yeah. believable, but Batman's too far. Yeah, it's all right. No. Anyway, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> with uh, with Doink. Uh, I just remember though that just a shout out to Hurricane and how important he was. One of the biggest things I remember from him was when they did that impromptu TLC match where his partner was Kane. And he got taken out before the match started, and Kane won the whole thing on his own. One of the stupidest, most ill-conceived book things ever, because I remember specifically people were like, where the fuck was Hurricane? Like, we love that guy. We like Kane and Hurricane together. And they didn't even have him in the match. And I remember the impact the next day of people just going like, fuck that match. Like, what the fuck? What did they do? So he, he is a character that a lot of people care about. 
And yeah, I'm glad that he still makes money to it to this day. But Doink, Doink is the more, more memorable one. In in a hundred years, if we're all still, you know, on this earth and there's another generation, Doink will still be in every indie show that needs an extra hand. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Doink's eternal at this point, in my that opinion. Is, that, so is a, that is a really good way to look at it. Um, I really hope I'm not here a hundred years from now. Holy yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I promise you I will not be. Um, but... Uh, yeah, as for my vote, I also am going to go Doink, so that's going to be a clean sweep for Doink here. Um, that's not saying, obviously, Hurricane wasn't a good gimmick because, yeah, just as everybody has said, during that time frame, I also, just as everybody else, I was a huge Hurricane fan. I was also a really big Molly Holly fan, if you haven't figured that out by listening to our show. Yeah, I was I a huge say, Molly I, Holly fan. Hey, 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 I did not say I was a Hurricane fan during that time. Molly Holly, now that's a big difference. Yeah, Molly she had Holly. A great was... ass, but other, otherwise, no. Yeah, um, but yeah, I also liked Rosie. I'm glad. I'm glad they got a title run, especially with everything that went down with Rosie. Uh, but man, Doink, yeah, you, it's really. I think it's gonna be really tough to beat Doink. Period. But Hurricane's just not gonna do it here. Doink the Clown. I I told you guys this earlier, but I have a friend who knows nothing at all about wrestling. He couldn't tell me. He would probably know Hulk Hogan, but he fucking knows Doink the Clown. I it just kind of what uh, Rab was saying a minute ago. He doesn't know shit, but he knows Doink, and I mean that says a whole lot about somebody that knows nothing about wrestling. So uh, yeah, I'm going Doink the Clown as well, and that is going to be five zero. Doink advances to the second round. He now, doesn't know shit, but he knows Doink. Yes, that is, I mean, you... Line of the night so far, yes, my God. the JRPL people, the, our prediction league, they know who I'm talking about. His name's Fart Bucket, and he is a big Doink the Clown fan. Um, but anyway, moving on. Round... Well, I'm glad I'm glad we got in the, uh, the thoughts of a guy named Fart Bucket. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he, he also would have advanced Doink the Clown. Uh, round number one, match number two... Gold Dust versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I guess, Lee, do you want to start this one out here? Sure. Can I just preface this by the saying, Woo! Okay, I, okay let's see where we go with this. Okay, so, I mean, <laughs> come on now. Ric Flair, uh, we, we talked about this before we started recording. This is a guy who became his gimmick. Because if you look at Ric Flair in the 70s, he was this fat boy, and he was... No, he was a talented wrestler, but he was not the Ric Flair we came to know in the 80s. Hmm. Uh, he got himself in shape, and he just became this amazing fucking... Now remember, uh, sh- I, I don't mean to cut you off, but remember, this is WWE. So I know he wrestled earlier, but remember, try, He's to, getting there. try to push out hey. WCW when you think No, no, this. hey, hey. He, he built his reputation in the 80s in the yeah. NWA, yeah. and then he brought that over to WWE, sure. and he made it work. He made himself be the real world champion. And he, with Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, on, on his side, fucking shit-talked everybody in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat Piper. He beat fucking Macho Man. Uh, he won the 92 Royal Rumble. Uh, and then he basically cemented his legacy in WWE, and of course he became best friends with Hunter, uh, which helped a lot <laughs> for him to keep mm-hmm. him going. And I mean, fuck! I mean, he 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 is a personification of living the gimmick. I mean, this is not the real Ric Flair necessarily. This is what Ric Flair became. Yeah. Uh, and the gimmick of the the Playboy the 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 fucking greatest wrestler in the world 
he did it better than anybody else. Uh, yeah. there, there's nobody who ever did that gimmick better. Uh, there's been Nature Boys before him. Uh, you could maybe argue that um, Buddy Rose maybe slightly was as good, but I, I would totally disagree. Uh, you look at Goldust. Um, I'm not going to shit-talk Goldust as, as much as Matt Zion might want to. Uh, but, you know, Goldust is also a great fucking gimmick because that's just totally changing who you are. I mean, you, you've got Dustin Ro- Dustin Runnels, the natural Dustin Runnels, Dustin <laughs> Rhodes, uh, in WCW. And honestly, I think that's a great gimmick, too, for him. Like, I, I think he did God the... Son of... Stay on track! Stay on track! No, but, I mean, he he recreated him. Like, he totally recreated himself in WWF. And you, you have to give him props for that. I mean, he, he distanced himself from his dad and, and made a name for himself with Goldust. And I'm not going to shit on that. But putting that up against Nature Boy Ric Flair, there's no contest, really. Nature Boy is just a better gimmick. It drew more money. Uh, everybody knows the Nature Boy rappers to this day are fucking yeah that you know the nature boy is their influence i mean there there's nobody else and so nature boy wins this round as far as i'm concerned all right that's one for nature boy matt zion uh sorry i was actually trying to fix because my obs like oh. almost crashed when i was recording so i'm not recording anymore what, what was the matchup uh jesus christ gold <laughs> dust uh nature boy rick flair okay sorry sorry it totally took me off guard um i mean gold dust is a classic gimmick it really is i mean i would love to uh go to a company where they completely shit on my dad put him in polka dots and then turn me into a transvestite but hey he did he, he worked with it he worked with it it was always a really interesting gimmick I personally never really cared much about him. Uh, I just I came in after they turned him from like a serious threat into just more of a annoying anomaly. Like if that makes any sense, because like I know like when I first brought him in, he felt like a threat, and then he just went to be the IC title guy. Like after he fought Piper, I, I that's when I started, and he just kind of felt like oh, it's the drag queen guy. Um, so like I don't really have any like super big thoughts on him other than he's always been a really good worker i preferred him you know his work outside of gold dust i liked his wcw stuff i liked when he was just himself i thought he was a more entertaining character overall just because he was more interesting but uh still it's one of those characters that you're gonna remember forever but rick flair is basically like the ultimate rich guy (laughs) like that's that's the only reason that i decided that he would be allowed to be on the list because it is borderline with him he's kind of like a stone cold uh, issue in my opinion where it's like is it really a gimmick though or is he just being himself but uh yeah i don't know it, he's he's just the original he's the og he's the guy that's gonna sit there and tell you he's gonna fuck your wife while he you know wrestles right around you in circles and stuff so mm-hmm. i'll just go with rick flair because i just think that he he's not gonna win this thing because uh, again it's questionable but i agree that i think he has more gimmick in him than uh than any gimmick in gold i actually liked okay scott um, I've mentioned this before we were recording, but the the aspect with Ric Flair that I really liked from the WWF run, run was when he came in as the real world champion. That was gimmick yeah. as well, um, where he was like, I'm the best wrestler and all this stuff, but I'm also the world champion from over there. That was the gimmick. Um, that was awesome. I really liked that. Uh, that was this new thing back when I was watching it where it's like, well, wait a minute, they're acknowledging the other stuff? What? 
and everybody knows today how rare that still is for them to do that kind of stuff. So it's it was really fascinating to see that at that time, and it was cool because he pulled it off. Because if you knew, you knew that that was legitimate. Like he was the man over there, and here he is walking in as the man, not some repackaged thing. Ironically, like a gold dust or something. He just was Ric Flair. Now he's here. Now, oh shit. Um, Goldust was a weird gimmick because when he first came in, that was the era when they were repackaging everything, like uh, Dustin to Goldust or Foley to Mankind and things like that. It was like, what? Just let them be themselves. And up until the Kevin Owenses and things of late, that really hasn't happened either until AJ Styles and shit now. So, like, Ric Flair, again, was a rarity in that. But Goldust actually worked. Like Matt said, they gave him... They shit on the family name, and they still don't like it, even though they say they love it, and they recognize what he did for NXT and shit. But it was always kind of like, oh, it's awesome the things that you did for us. But Goldust, in a weird way, like, he's left the company and come back on the strength of his character five times over. And it's worked, even when they copied it in TNA and WCW and shit with Seven or Black Rain and that. Oh, um, oh don't right? mention those. Like, no, but they, they literally tried to copy it, but it didn't work. It wasn't the same. It was this character, the movie character that worked. And when he was doing the weird movie promotional things and had Marlena and that, it just came off as a threat. Matt was right. When he turned him a face, it was just like, oh, he's just another guy who won't elevate elevate beyond here now. It's just, oh, you're going to be one of these guys alongside the Razors and Bretts and Shawns. You're not going to go beyond that. But when you were a villain, you were against those guys and you had a better chance. So I always liked Heal Goldust better in that regard. And we can't forget when Goldust went fucking weird with the artist formerly known as Goldust when he God, yeah. doing all the crazy shit with Luna and the ball gag and all this shit. So he kept evolving this weird gimmick too. Also Tourette's. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so honestly, like as much as I like the Ric Flair stuff, I'm going to give my vote to Goldust on this because wow. as weird as it sounds, it was more gimmicky of a gimmick. <laughs> no one does the Flair version of a thing better than Flair did, but I just think there was more to Goldust. Okay, that's two for Flair, one for Goldust. Um, I guess I'll go real quick. Um, man, Ric Flair, uh, uh, although I think he will be a little bit stronger when we do a WCW one, um, I, I remember seeing Ric Flair for the first time, and I just remember him being, I guess, think of gimmick-wise, I just think of him, his gimmick being like, he was just the best wrestler that there was, and he was rich. I, I, I didn't really know much about him. He wore that big fancy robe. Um, I didn't really understand everything he was fucking saying because, you know, I, I started watching when it was literally just as you talked about when he came in with the, the big gold belt and stuff like before in like 91, 92. Yeah, era. when they blurred it and everything because they couldn't legally show it and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I honestly, during that time, I wasn't a fan of Ric Flair. I wasn't as much into the, you know, the wrestling aspect. Yeah, he was a great wrestler and he also was one of the best like you know uh like dirty chicken shit he like he would he would always cheat he would always do this like we always know um he's the ultimate dirty dirty player dirtiest player in the game so i really wasn't a big fan of him back in the day honestly when i was younger so i'll be 100 percent honest about that now gold dust i this is funny. I wasn't a real big fan of Goldust either. I neither one of these guys are real high up on my personal like list, but Goldust, I just don't think he has the umph that Ric Flair does. Even when you just break it down to WWE standards, uh, Goldust to me is always forgotten. He's always 
he'll, he will always be like, oh, yeah, and Goldust. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Goldust, too. Yeah. But Ric Flair always jumps out to me more than Goldust does. So as I always do, I close my eyes and always think, which one of these is the greatest of all time? And it has to be Nature Boy Ric Flair's gimmick standing out over Goldust. Yes, I remember the ball gag. I remember all the crazy shit that he did. And, yes, uh, you could say that those were, like, evolutions. He was evolving those, his gimmick, his style. But they just weren't good. They, they weren't good. None, nothing was as good as his when he first came in uh, with Merlina. And he was the, the movie critic or whatever exactly he was. Um, nothing was ever as good as that. Even now, yes, he's a good wrestler. Still, he can still go with all, all the young guys. But, man, his gimmick just never got – it just went straight downhill since his debut. And Ric yeah. Flair's always stayed constant. It always stayed constant. And I think I'm going to go with Ric Flair for, uh, for that reason with the Nature Boy. Yeah, Ric Flair didn't have to go to TNA and <laughs> pretend his gimmick was shit. He'd just go anywhere and his gimmick worked. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going Ric Flair there. Um, Rab – what do you got here? Well, my vote doesn't really matter, but I'm going to do it anyways. Sure. Uh, so I'm a big fan, actually, of both of these guys. Uh, I'll talk about Flair first. Um, someone touched on it. I forgot who it was. Uh, it was, I mean, not to be this guy, but it was either Lee or Scott. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, you so much. We know you're good. About, so. about how, yes, this is exactly. My gimmick is that I don't know either of them. Um, about how transcendent Ric Flair is, uh, about how rappers, this is really, how, how, you know, rappers use the gimmick even. They, they, they attach themselves to the gimmick. Uh, you know, uh, you got, that was that Ric Flair drip not too long ago. Uh, he was in the video with Bat Bunny, uh, who's a, uh, reggaeton artist from, from Puerto Rico. I don't know any of these things that you're saying, but keep going. This is famous rap stuff. Sure. Yep. That's uh, why I don't know it. Rick Flair was Black Twitter, buddy. Was a huge, uh, huge rap song. You know, got Ric Flair right in the thing. Ric Flair go uh, woo on a bitch. So. Oh. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Bad Bunny is a reggaeton artist from Puerto Rico, uh, but he's he's big in the reggaeton reggaeton scene. You know, in the U.S. and and all over Latin America. But he had Ric Flair in one of his videos, and. The song has nothing to do with Ric Flair. The song has to do with being rich and flashy and all the girls loving you and, mm-hmm. you know, and just half, you know, halfway towards the end of the video, all of a sudden they're standing on top of a building somewhere and there's fucking Ric Flair and they're both yeah. doing the strut and Ric Flair's doing the woo. It, I mean, it's because that gimmick transcends wrestling. It trans, it, it it's all about what people want to be, especially in certain, you know, there's a reason it transcends with rappers so much because that's all the things they strive. They, they, especially these rappers that come from the inner city, that come from the slums, that come from a hard life. That's what they look at and go, "That's what I want my life to be. I, I want to be, you know, limousine riding and all that stuff. Um, you know, and so and that that's not about what kind of worker he is. You know, he's a great fucking worker. He's one of the best of all time. It's not about being the dirtiest player in the game. That has nothing to do with it. It's all about Lear Jets, blah, 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 blah. Uh, On the other hand, you have Goldust, uh, who I was an enormous fan of. It's weird. I loved the theme. I loved the entrance. I loved Marlena. I just, I loved everything about it. It was so out there and he was 
he was creepy and he was weird and he was just he, he played mind games and I think you know if if he was going up against someone else maybe I would vote for him um, because I think it's an all time great gimmick and you know honestly if you talk about the nineties you know he was never a world champion but he was a lot more popular than a lot of world champions and that gimmick's a lot more a lot more well remembered than a lot of those world champions mm-hmm. from the nineties. Um, so to say, you know, if it that it didn't work or whatever would obviously just be wrong, uh, because people remember gold dust. It might be a thing they remember because what the fuck is that? But it's a thing they remember. Um, and it's a thing that got over and it's a thing that gets over to this day. I mean, there's a reason he's still around at his age, not just that he's a great worker and he is, but because the gimmick works, uh, it didn't, you know, the offshoots of the gimmicks in, in WCW and TNA didn't work so well. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Goldust. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going with Ric Flair, but uh, Goldust was a great gimmick. All right. That is four to one. Uh, Ric Flair advances over Goldust. Moving on to match number three, we have the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, versus Mankind. Um, now, this is, I guess... We didn't. I didn't put in Dude Love. I didn't put in Cactus Jack in here. So this is, I guess, just the Mankind character, not you know the three faces of Foley or whatnot. So um, try to think about that when you go to decide this. Now, uh, I guess I'll go real quick. Um, mankind, as far as character goes, he was always like to me. I always liked him because he was a hardcore guy, and as you probably know, I've, I'm more into the hardcore style of wrestling. I always liked how he just threw his body out there. As far as gimmicks goes, I, I really never understood his gimmick. I know he had like a Leatherface type deal uh, mask. I knew he pulled his hair out. He dressed like a slum, but he always I always thought of his gimmick as like a guy who would do anything. He would put his body on the line. He would get he would go pull out all stops to win the match and do the deed, get the job done. Um, I really never had a lock on what his gimmick was, though. I mean, I may be, like, on my own on this, but as far as no. gimmicks go, all I knew him as was just a guy that would get hurt to get the job done. Um, yeah. And then you have... Uh, what's up? I, I just I just want to interject there. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think Vince McMahon had any fucking lock on what this gimmick was either. Yeah. I, I felt like I felt like Mick Foley was just kind of like working it out as he did it, yeah. Because because uh, it 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 was just there was no real like it, it took the fucking Jr. interview to really get the character out there. Yes, that was the that was one of the pivotal moments for uh, mankind. Everything Mick Foley in general, just that was what actually set him off. Um, but man, going up against Million Dollar Man, Million Dollar Man is an amazing character he's when you think about it a lot similar to nature boy except that you have all these extra elements in i feel with you have he'll pay people off he'll he's got his little henchman there you got you got virgil he's got he's got so many things that he does he brings like uh people in from the crowd he has them do little challenges like he did so many fun things like that that i feel were so gimmicky and so fun and so memorable and i mean the goddamn million dollar belt. He had his own belt for God's sake. That was, you know, it was his own gimmick. It was just million dollar man to me stands out head and shoulders above mankind. Um, I know a lot of, you know, newer fans are probably going to definitely disagree with that, but man, million dollar man was a great gimmick. And I think definitely takes the win over 
Mankind for me because there's a whole lot more depth to it. And again, just I kind of got lost on Mankind. So as far as gimmicks go. So I'm going to go Million Dollar Man for my vote. Um, uh, Rab, you want to go next? Sorry. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, now it's 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 no secret. I'm huge, huge, huge uh, Foley guy. Um, but you know, if I have a least favorite gimmick of his, it's mankind. And I mean, I, I the first mankind, you know, gimmick of of he pulling out his hair and he dressed all in brown and and you know. He, he was a tortured soul. His gimmick was really, he's, he's just a, a tortured, a tortured soul. Um, is fine. It, it's, it's really his gimmick of being Mick Foley is considerably better than his gimmick of mankind. It, it just works better. And I, I it, and it, you know, how much of a gimmick it actually is, is weird. Um, you know, even when he won the title as mankind, he, you know, when I talked about his kids, you know, uh, you know, at the end after he won his title, and when, so, it's it's a gimmick, and it definitely deserves to be here, but it's not. I'm not actually a huge fan of it. Um, on the other hand, the Million Dollar Man is, you know, all the things uh, you said, Rami. It doesn't work the same way. It doesn't work the same way. Um, no, it, it doesn't work at all. It doesn't work at all. Advantage uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> no, all, all the things you know, that, that bomber said, he, you know, he hit all these elements in the belt and, you know, Andre, you know, and, and he put buy people off. It's a, a fantastic gimmick. Um, it might not be as enduring as some of these other ones for some reason. Uh, it is among wrestling fans, but like most people don't know the million dollar man. Most people don't know the laugh. Most people don't, you know, sure. more people know mankind. And I think that, that, you know, is, is a little more popular. Um, but I think Million Dollar Man is a better gimmick. Okay. So is that your vote then, I assume? Yes, it is. All right, that's two for Million Dollar Man. Uh, Lee, what you got here? Mankind sucks. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> no, here, here's the thing. Mankind is the compromise comedy version of Cactus Jack, is what he is. As uh, is, is revolutionary as some people think he is, I just look at him and go, Really? Like, that's what they did to McFoley after he busted his ass in WCW and made a name for himself. That's what they give him. And, hey, kudos to him. He made a lot of money off fucking Mankind. And yeah. the three faces of Foley, that worked for him, and that's great. I'm, I'm really happy that he made money off of basically shortening his life for so many years. Uh, that's great. But... Mankind never worked for me. I I just thought the gimmick was just kind of it, it was kind of lame. It kind of sucked. Uh, I mean, the mask was cool and all, but I mean, it it eventually turned into a comedy gimmick, which I never liked. I never liked him just being basically the glib, weird Mick Foley under a mask, interacting with people. I I never liked that. I always loved Cactus Jack, and I just looked at Mankind and went. Where's the fucking Cactus Jack in that? Where is he? Where? Why are you doing this? Cactus Jack is so much better. Cactus Jack translates to WWF. It worked in WWF. Why are you not doing that? And that just it, it kind of spoiled it for me. I've just never liked Mankind. I, I I just don't like the goofy 
uh, Mick Foley who loses matches and sucks. Uh, that's what Mankind is. I mean, early on, he was a, an opponent for The Undertaker, and he gave Undertaker really great matches, so oh, yeah. you can give some respect there, but that ended really quick, and then Mankind became a joke. Million Dollar Man, that's one of the all-time greatest fucking gimmicks ever. Uh, that's Ted DiBiase firing on all fucking cylinders, and it's just a goddamn fucking shame that he broke his neck when he did. Uh, this is a man who should have been a WWF champion at some point, I but he just, ne- yeah. he just never was. Uh, Ted DiBiase is one of the most talented fucking wrestlers to ever have laced up the boots, and he just got dealt a really bad fucking hand. And the Million Dollar Man's a great gimmick. It, it I mean, fuck. You, you think of the 1980s, that gimmick comes up in the top five, no doubt. And if you look at the 1990s, even, early 90s, that's still a great gimmick that endures. And, yeah, Million Dollar Man gets a vote for me, hands down. All right, that's three for Million Dollar Man. Scott? Uh, well, it's kind of funny what Lee was saying about Mankind, because I, I do agree to for parts of it where it was the watered-down one. I kind of mentioned that with the whole gold dust thing. Like, let's turn it into this. Mm-hmm. And that's what he ended up with. And, yeah, I mean, the promos uh, around WrestleMania 12 afterwards had him, like, talking to a rat in a dirty cell kind of thing. It was like, what is this? And then he fought Undertaker. And Undertaker had been fighting all these giant monster kind of guys like Bundy and Gonzalez and shit. And then is going to face him. And I remember not knowing who McFoley was, thinking, how is this guy going to work? And Undertaker could beat on him and beat on him and beat on him and it wouldn't work. It was like, okay, this is interesting. That actually worked as a gimmick and a character. The JR interview came along and changed it up and you saw there was actually a guy going through this. Okay, that's a character too. Mm -hmm. And then the dude love stuff happened and then Cactus Jack and then he went back to Mankind and back and forth and it got weird as Three Faces of Foley. As a part of an overall whole, it has its place, and I even remember one of the Taboo Tuesdays or Cyber Sundays where they had a vote which of the three faces of Foley was going to face Carlito, and Mankind won, and Mick Foley was astonished by that. He had underestimated the popularity of it with kids who voted. So it has its place. It's enduring. It's literally how he won the WWF title three times. And then he won TNA's world title as Mick Foley, but I digress. Um, it definitely worked for him. It definitely was a thing, but it got watered down, and it definitely had issues. Um, Ted DiBiase, Lee kind of nailed that, too, where the Million Dollar Man, I've often heard, was basically Vince McMahon, the wrestling gimmick. Like, Vince yeah. would have been that if he could, and then obviously later did in his own way. Um, but it was memorable. I mean, I'm always partial to the custom belt. I loved that. That was awesome. Uh, and this, the the suits, the, the look, the gimmick, it worked. It was believable. It wasn't the, the type of gimmick where the guy comes in like, oh, I'm an A-lister in Hollywood. It's like, no, you're not, though. Like, don't don't lie about it. Yeah, DiBiase always was portrayed as the same in the Ric Flair way of being the million-dollar man. Like, it's like, I'm a million-dollar man. I buy it. I believe it. He, he made it believable, which is a key part of all this stuff, too. So... Um, as much as Mankind kind of works, I think it works more as part of the overall Mick Foley three faces gimmick. 
Yeah, on its own, uh, not really. It doesn't work for me. And DiBiase's, I never really faltered, even when he took it to WCW and things like that. It, it worked over there, so it transcended as well. I got to go with DiBiase, Million Dollar Man. All right, Matt Zion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Foley's fine. Cactus Jack was always a lot better, so hmm. he, he doesn't win in the end. Okay, well, there you <laughs> go. Easy peasy, uh, Million Dollar Man gets the clean sweep over Mankind. Uh, up next, last match on the left side of the brackets, the Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon, uh, the gimmick that the is. The real million-dollar man. <laughs> the, the real million-dollar man going up against the honky-tonk man who, uh, admittedly, when I thought of this, when I thought of the gimmicks and brackets and everything, I actually left this off the list. I kinda, It kind of passed uh, over my mind. So, uh, Matt Zion, you want to start us off here? Honky Tonk deserved to be on this because he was I all agree. gimmick. I agree. <laughs> all I agree. absolutely all gimmick, but horrible, horrible worker at least in WWF. I don't. Yeah. I never saw any of his shit outside of it, so I don't know. Like if he was just with a gimmick, like a, a case was, of a gimmick. He first. was passable. Let's put it that way. Okay, so he, he was just all gimmick. That's what I always thought. It's not a hard one to pick. Vince basically changed professional wrestling with his gimmick, with his evil boss gimmick. It had been done before, but not like that. <laughs> not, not like. What an evil son of a bitch! Like just a just a fucking vile human being, uh, and he, it was it was awesome. Like that was a real real wrestling changing gimmick. So I'm gonna go with Vince. All right, that's gonna be one for Vince. Uh, I'll go real quick. Yeah, um, I, I will say yeah. I even though I didn't think about Honky Tonk Man, definitely deserves to be on the list. Um, when I think about this stuff, I don't really take uh, like working, you know, wrestling in consideration. Like the Hurricane, who is a good wrestler, by the way, or was I yeah. should say. Either way, I think it was too, he yeah. did. He like he. It's I think well known that he toned down his wrestling for that gimmick for that character. So I mean, I don't really think even though Hurricane, the character, the gimmick Hurricane didn't have good matches. I don't really take the actual wrestling in consideration. So Honky Tonk Man, the character was extremely hated. He was one of the most hated people in the company back in the day. He had, he was the longest reigning, uh, uh, intercontinental champion. Everyone hated him, even though he lost it in like three seconds to the warrior. Um, he was very, very good at his character. He knew what to say. He knew the actions. He did the whole Elvis impersonation so good. Even the the song that he did was great. Everything was just perfectly done, I feel, as far as gimmicks go for the Honky Tonk Man. Um, and then you look at Vince McMahon. The Mr. McMahon character was also fucking perfect. He, he, he did everything to get everyone to hate him no matter what. In an era where... Like it's it was hard to make stuff, you know, realistic with all the, you know, the gimmicks and everything was over the top. The McMahon character felt so real and you just hated him so, so much. It's funny because both of these characters are probably, in my, in my opinion anyway, some of the most hated of their you know era. And the Mr. McMahon, even though he also didn't have good matches, I guess arguably you could say because he's not a, you know, wrestler uh, period. So. I it's tough. This is an actual tough one for me, so I have to go with overall. Which character had the better gimmick? Just gimmick in general, and I am going to go. Believe it or not, I'm going to go Honky Tonk Man. I think that character, that gimmick, was played perfectly to get over, and I think it'll be also one of the most known gimmicks 
that'll carry on uh, through time as well, kind of like the Donk the Clown. I don't know though. I think he might. I think he's gonna fade personally. I, I think. I, mean, it, it's been I a think long it was time. memorable. It's been, yeah, but not nobody like talks about him anymore. I think Santino made him relevant again for a little while. Like, he brought him back into the forefront because of that a fucking amazing IC title gimmick he yes. had going for a bit. Yeah, but hey, I mean... Hey, hey, wait. I you hadn't turned. Yeah, I don't think people are going to forget about Honky Tonk Man simply because of his big run and how hated he was and his songs. But um, that's... I, so I'm going to go with Honky Tonk Man. So it's 1-1. One, one. Uh, Rav, let's see what you got here. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go over Honky Tonk Man first. Uh, he was... A great gimmick, a terrible wrestler, kind of, apparently kind of a shit person too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a fantastic, fantastic gimmick. I don't know that I would agree that it's going to be remembered for a very long time. It's already fading. People are already forgetting about the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, uh, I was going to no. mention what Rom actually said about Santino, which, by the way, <laughs> we forgot Santino on the list, but... I thought about. And I actually thought about him. I did think about like him. Like dumbass but. Italian over the top yeah. snake handler. I don't. His hand. His hand was a snake. <laughs> I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> his yeah, hand was. Yeah, okay if you're forgetting was, that shit. His hand yeah, was I was about to say. Do you want Lee to kill you? I mean, I don't think. His hand. His hand was a snake. He couldn't pronounce anyone's name. It was fantastic. Game. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, I love Santino. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Man. Yeah. The best thing. The best thing Honky Honky Tonk Man did was uh, allow us to invent the honka meter. Yes. No. Wow. So good. Wow. I love that gimmick. They no, it's, short, it's a fantastic it. gimmick. Yeah, they cut it way too short. Way too short. But regardless, regardless, we're talking about Honky Talk Man. But yeah, his gimmicks, his gimmicks, great. He had the song. He was cool, cocky, and bad. It was, it was a fantastic gimmick. People hated him. Fucking Lawler hated him, which is great because it's his cousin. What a weird payoff, though. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was thinking this. What a weird payoff when he lost it to Warrior, though, like instantly. How odd was that? They just just crushed him. Like, all of that year plus with that belt, and they just fucking crushed him. Now, that's a transition of eras, though. That's, That's like where you move into, like, the new era of WWF right there. Sorry, Rab. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. It kind of goes the transition of eras, why that happened. But um, regardless, you know, I, I think it's a great gimmick. He, you know, t- shit wrestler, apparently a terrible human being, but great gimmick. Mm-hmm. On the other side, you got Mr. McMahon, uh, which is an all-time gimmick. If we're talking about stuff no one's going re- no to forget, Mr. McMahon is, you know, the worst person to ever live. Just, just a horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible human being. Just, you know, I, yeah. I, I personally find one trait in a person to be the worst. It's, it's my, my least favorite trait in a person is selfishness. Um, moreover than anything else. And Mr. McMahon is the most, and every, all his awfulness comes from just how selfish a human being he is. All he cares about is himself. All he cares about himself and his money and his image. That's all he cares about. And that's, you know, why he didn't like Stone Cold. And that's why he did this and he screwed that guy. And, you know, he didn't even give a fuck about his own family. He he, he kidnapped his own daughter. He even his my own immediate son. family. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he doesn't he doesn't care about anyone. But himself, he, yeah. he 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 cheats on his comatose wife with another woman. Real life, me bastard. He didn't do it in real life. He's been oh faithful. Oh my god, he fucked she was on not, her so much. But she was not comatose. It was He's, literally in front of her. Mom did drugs back then. His let's char- be honest. His character, Mister McMahon, yes, 
But Vince uh, McMahon I would, would argue, never I cheat you on her. Had sex with Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon has been open about the cheating he did on her in the nineties. But that's yeah, not the no, fun. No, no, the, the real the real Vince McMahon made Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. <laughs> Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. <laughs> Fucking, I've been drinking a lot. God. Worked like a dog in the ring. God damn. Are you going to be able to make it through the end of this? That's, oh, that's fuck the... yes. Oh, oh it's going to get better. <laughs> we got to right. move on. So anyway, but yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, got, so just to close it, yeah, I mean, the Tristrat, just a horrible, horrible fucking person. A great gimmick. You know, I'm going with Miss Ring Man. All right. Okay. Uh, Scott. The Honky Tonk Man gimmick was so good that he became Intercontinental Champion and was like the twelfth one to do it. Like we're talking Santana and Morocco and Morales and Savage and Steamboat and Honky. What? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's ridiculous to think that, but that's how good that gimmick was. Um, right place, right time with Steamboat leaving and shit like that. But that's what worked. And then he had the thing longer than anybody else. And I think, oh god, I think that's still a record. I don't think they did beat that yet. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that definitely worked for him. Um, the song, the Elvis thing, all that stuff definitely worked. But I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I'm voting for Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon, simply because I do not recall any kind of evil authority figure prior to that, quite to that level, and they're still failing to successfully copy it to this day. Yeah, they do try to copy it still, obviously, because it's. I feel like it is a easy gimmick to yeah. like go with and to try to copy. But yes, I, I do agree that nobody has come close to it, and I don't know if anybody ever will come close to it, but I mean, we'll see, because I know they're going to keep trying. Yep. So. Whenever there's an evil authority figure, it's basically a Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Lee, what do you got for the final uh, pick here? Okay. Uh, punk rock Wayne Ferris, as he was known <clears throat> in Memphis, is the ultimate style over substance character. What is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that was one of his gimmicks. That was, that was his gimmick in Memphis. Uh, Jerry Lawler gave that to him. And uh, you can kind of understand why they don't like each other all that much because Jerry Lawler gave him a lot of shit in Memphis. Uh, Honky Tonk Man's one of the all-time great gimmicks. I, I will not deny that. Uh, it, it cannot stand up to Mr. McMahon, though. Um Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon himself, is a shit person, but he makes for a great fucking heel. And he wait, are you saying our... him himself is shit, or like the character is a shit? He's person? probably not they're, a great. They're person. both shit. They're both oh. shit people. Okay. Uh, Mr. McMahon is without a doubt the greatest heel of the late '90s. He he is the greatest wrestling heel of the late '90s. He's not a great worker, but he was good enough in the ring that fucking all the faces could carry him and make him look good and make the matches interesting. Now, I mean, after that, he's been overexposed. His entire bullshit family has been overexposed, and the more that they leave the fucking company or not talked about, the better. But for that peak period, the Mr. McMahon character, there was not a better fucking heel in wrestling than Mr. McMahon. So that character goes forward. Okay, that's four to one. Vince McMahon, or Mr. McMahon, I don't know what you want to call him, moves over Honky Tonk Man. Moving over to the other side of the brackets, we got Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, going up against the Big Boss Man. I guess I'll jump out super quick doing this one. Um, yes, I love the Big Boss Man. I've always loved Big Boss Man. He has that, that cop gimmick. He's the ultimate cop gimmick. No matter what anybody says, 
He's had the coolest look back in the 80s, early 90s of any of the wrestlers that I followed. He was the coolest dude to me. I don't know why. He was just a big fat guy. He threw his he threw <laughs> some he threw some he, he threw the best kicks. It. He threw the best kicks. I swear to God, he had the best kicks, the spinning heel kicks and all those kind of things for a big dude. He was just cool. And he had plenty of I think his character, his gimmick was really helped by his like his rivals. We had nails, we had uh uh, the Mountie, I think the Mountie was a little more uh, well-known and he was a little bit better. Um, that, I, to me, I think really helped the Big Boss Man character a lot. Um, but just personally, that he's a, I'm a little biased. I'm, I promise to you on this. I'm a little biased. I am uh, really big on Big Boss Man. Now, Mr. Perfect, man, uh, gimmick-wise, almost unmatched, I feel. Uh, the, vignette, the vignettes are... They built his character so perfectly before he ever even showed up as Mr. Perfect. You had so many, you know, him, the, the perfect game of, uh, of bowling, he, the pool. He had the, uh, the football throw, the, the darts. The, he had everything. He looked amazing, and you already knew his character, his gimmick, uh, to a T before he even showed up. And then when he did show up, he did the towel thing, he did the gum thing, and then he was great in the ring. Um, man. It is hard to argue how great that gimmick is and if it is going to get beat on this entire tournament. But um, unfortunately, yes, I am giving the vote for Mr. Perfect over my big boss man, even though I love him. Sorry, Ray. We're going with uh, Mr. Perfect here. So that's yeah, neither one's going to put up a stink about it. Yeah, well, just I, in, in, my own, in my own heart, I am. So uh, uh, Matt Zion, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, neither of these guys, both of them were a little before my time. When I started watching Boss Man was in the corporation. Like, that's that was, I was your generic. That was also, I liked him there, too. He was Yeah, cool I did, too. too. I liked him and Ken together. They were, like, the enforcers of the corporation. So yeah. they'd always come out and, like, beat up people to, you know, to, to save face and stuff. Um, he was never a great worker, whereas Mr. Perfect oh was. But God. this is a, about, you know, about that. I just want to say point blank. Oh, Lee is, that. Lee is about to fight you here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, well, I mean, me off right now. <laughs> Mr. Perfect is a lot better is what I mean. Mr. Perfect was a w much better worker in my opinion. So just from what I saw personally. So, sure. and trust me, Kane's going to win anyway, Lee. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with Perfect because they're both really fun gimmicks. I think they're both like just tailor-made for professional wrestling. The cop who, you know, is going to come in there and he's going to clean up the company versus, you know, the guy who's basically just the best at everything he could possibly do. Uh, but I think it was what it was said that the uh, the way they brought in Perfect was awesome. Those those little videos and stuff of him just being the best. I always yeah. loved those the most. And unfortunately with Boss Man, I kind of only really remember two things. Oh, like, I already know what you're gonna say. Well, I, Nails is the big one. I, Nails is just a weird story. Like okay. if you go back and see like what happened, and then of course you know Big Big Show and getting thrown I, off. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were gonna do that. That's, that's it. That's everybody remembers that. Oh, it's the most memorable great. Big Boss Man moment ever. Um, and the fact that he was in, like, one of the shortest WWF title matches of all time against the Big Show, where he just got – him and Albert just got fucking creamed. Like, no. Oh, my God. It's great. Um, so I'm going to go with Perfect. I just – Boss Man I never really connected with too much. Same with Perfect, but I always enjoyed gimmick the, the gimmick a lot more. Yeah. Big Boss Man, to me, had way more memorable moments in, like, his career than Mr. Perfect. But this is about gimmick, so I will give it a Perfect on that one. But uh, uh, Lee, I heard you saying some stuff. What are you thinking here? Oh my god, this is actually the toughest one for me. Both of these guys I love so much. Uh, 
big boss man Ray trailer. I, I I watched him coming up, and just saw how fucking good he is. I, I'll totally disagree that he's a lesser worker than Mister Perfect. I think he's an equal to Mister Perfect, but just in a different way. I think I think they're both incredible workers. Mister Perfect's a more of a technical master. That's true. Uh, I think Big Boss Man is just a, a great overall worker, like a kind of the perfect overall worker where he, he can take bumps and he can impose his size on opponents and it just works. Like he, he's probably the one of the best big men ever. Like he's, oh, he's just one of the premier guys. Uh, fuck. Big Boss Man, his character means a lot in early fucking WWF and he managed to stretch that out into the WWE. He went through about a million gimmicks in WCW and still managed to keep his career going. Uh, Mr. Perfect, that's a, dare I say, perfect creation though for Kurt Henning. Like, mm -hmm. nobody bumped like that motherfucker. Uh, I mean, he, he bumped too much. Like, Dolph Ziggler is a good... Uh, sort of analogy to uh, sort of a comparison yep. to him yep. at this point, although no one appreciates Dolph Ziggler for the shit he does, but uh, Mr. Perfect basically broke his back bumping for motherfuckers. Um, God damn it, it, it really hurts to say, but uh, I have to go Mr. Perfect, but I, I really love Ray Trailer. Like, I, I think he's one of the best big men ever, but Mr. Perfect is just the better gimmick overall. And he did more with it than uh, Ray Trailer did with Big Boss. I wanted to make a point too. Like, not only is like I say, the Dolph Kurt Henning thing is great, great uh, analogy. Like both of them together work. But Perfect did that back when they had the fucked up ring. Mm -hmm. Like the much <laughs> stiffer ring that didn't have gifts. So no wonder he broke his back doing that shit. Like yeah. that sucks. Yeah, and I will say, and I will little put, throw a little plug in. You're talking about best big man in the business. Hey. You guys need to go check it out. We have the best in the business for best big man. We already did that. Oh, yes. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. But Big Boss Man is on the list. So uh, if you haven't seen that or heard that already, go check it out. Uh, who hasn't went yet? Scott and Rab, right? Rab's laughing. Rab, what are you going with here? Um, so this is also a really tough one for me. Uh, so Big Boss Man is the only person on this list that I've ever been for Halloween. Oh, wow, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, you know, this is the timing of this uh, of this episode. Uh, Big Boss Man House for Halloween, I want to say when I was five or six. That's awesome. You know? Nice. Uh, so, I mean, I, I was a huge, huge Big Boss Man fan growing up as, as a kid. I mean, he was, he was a cop, and I, I don't know. He was a cop, and he wrestled, and he beat people up. It was great. Later, uh, we, we, you know, from later in his career, we did forget when he fed Al Snow his dog. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, that was great. I had that so ready. I had that ready. You got yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and dare, dare you say one of the greatest hardcore champions of all time. He was yeah, really, he was up there for sure. He was definitely five. one of the best yeah, I mean, hardcore champions. I really liked him in the corporation. I really liked the early, the, the early stuff. Uh, I, huge, huge, huge Big Boss Man fan. The original uh, Shield member, by the way. The original Shield yeah. member. Yeah. yeah, they just found his stuff in the back, and we're like, "Yeah, we should wear this." Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I mean a huge. I think he's. Uh, I, I disagree entirely. Not saying he wasn't a good worker. I think he's a great worker. 
Um, maybe that's not as good as any matches, though. That's big my boss, problem. Man. I can't well, remember that was because, a good, like, working match. I can remember, I mean, remember you, matches. When oh, you yeah. watched him as part of the corporation, he was fighting all snow and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big show. I mean, he was fighting yeah. Shane. Uh, no, he was... Whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, he didn't really have a lot of chances for good working matches. Uh, but no, he's a great worker, great hand, um, and a, 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 a great gimmick. And once again, the only one I was for Halloween. But on the other side, you have one of my all-time, you know, top-of-the-list favorite wrestlers. I absolutely loved everything about Mr. Perfect. And yeah, a lot of it was his work, and he's an incredible worker. But the gimmick of, of being perfect is is amazing and you guys all talked about it the gum and the towel and the the vignettes and the, you know he, he throw he he throws a pass to himself i <laughs> I, I, I had to, uh, i did a uh film in college for some reason i don't know what it was for anymore and i i 100 copied that i, I threw nice. a pass <laughs> myself uh you know 100 i copied it i've done the gum thing i do the towel thing all the time uh, my favorite was the pencil when he like flipped the pencil and caught it. Oh, and, like, I oh mean, so I, good, I, <laughs> so good. I can't do the pencil. I'm never gonna be able to pull that yeah, one that was, off. Oh, that was too soft. Yeah. God damn, why is he fucking dead? Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. He would have. He could have come back at one point too, and at least been a manager or something. He was so charismatic. I mean, he remember he was he was around right before he died. Yeah. He did a perfect plex to to Big Show. That was yeah. that was perfect. I mean. Yeah. Not to use that word, ironically. They shit but, on him right after that, too. They threw him, like, right down on heat. Like, yeah, like immediately no. he became a nobody, yeah, which was, it was terrible. So it was so sad because that motherfucker was still so good. He could still yep. fucking go. But, I mean, so I have to, in the end, I love both these guys. I think they're both great fucking workers and great fucking gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to go with Mr. Perfect. All right. Four for Mr. Perfect. Scott. Um... It's funny because I know Bossman from earlier than the corporation stuff. Uh, you want to talk a good match? Mm-hmm. It's Bossman versus Perfect for the yes. AC title at SummerSlam. Awesome match. Crowd was eating yep. it up. It was fantastic. But I remember Bossman coming in as a bad guy against Hogan as yep. the evil corrupt. He was the cop. perfect. Yeah, he was the perfect uh, Hogan opponent. Yeah, it was another great one of that. Then when he became a good guy, it was pretty much the same character, but for the right of justice and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then. There was the Shield stuff when he had an awesome theme song remix. He was more of a riot cop, and it worked. Like yeah. you wouldn't think that that gimmick would work in that era by that guy, but he definitely made that work, and it was awesome. Um, but Mr. Perfect, I'm just gonna go with that one simply because of everything people have said. Yes, but how ballsy is it to go with a gimmick saying you're Mr. Perfect and pull it off? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going perfect. Yeah, that, yeah. That, I mean, that's like that's got to be, I think, on the list, one of the hardest gimmicks to probably pull off too, because if you are not good at like oh, fucking yeah. great, you're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> yeah. chew you up and spit you out. You're well, not gonna get. It, it, I mean, said with Million Dollar Man or McMahon, I'm a millionaire. Yeah, sure you are. Ah, you portray it well though. This one, I'm perfect. Be yeah, it. No, yeah, Go. No, Henny can do everything. It's yeah. it's it's, it's a great point. Everything. It, uh, him and Bobby it, it, together was awesome. Like uh, catching uh-huh. the towel together and stuff. Like they yeah. both did it. That was so good. Yeah. Yep. If so he had go. done, if he had not been as great as he was, it would have ended his career. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would have been a joke. <laughs> it would have been a joke. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why does wrestling suck so much now? Holy well, yeah. that's another one. That been... <laughs> so my God, that's another one that should have been a world champ. 
and was like that close. This, yep. Yeah, I'm not oh, I mean, a lot of me, he's, the, he's the best ever not to not win the championship. Yeah. We need to do that one, by the way. Still best in the business. So here we go. Uh, moving on, we have two guys that are kind of somewhat linked. Um, we got Gangrel. And The Undertaker. Um, Halloween bracket! This is the Halloween Yay. bracket here. Hey, that's what we're doing here. Um, uh, I guess, Lee, you want to start us off here? That wasn't him to talk to, you son of a bitch. Well, I know it was you that said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's Scott's gimmick. Come on, I can tell you guys apart. I mean, you know... Okay, so to break, so, so okay, you said that was Scott's gimmick. Did I say Scott's gimmick? God damn. Okay, see, I did mess up. It's Rav's gimmick. Okay. God damn. Okay. See. Yeah. You guys anyway, are the same person. Anyway, anyway, Lee, let's see what you got here. Okay, so yeah, Gangrel came out and he got some blood spit on him and shit. That's, no, what? That's 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 great. That's great. Uh, I'm really I'm really happy. Happy for you, whatever your name is, Heath. I know your last name is Heath, whatever. Former porn director, by the way. Oh, is he, uh, did, did he put Luna in any of his porns? He Probably. did it before he became a wrestler, and then he went back into it, like, after. I don't think <laughs> oh, Luna was in any, no. No, I don't think Luna was in any either, no. Luna was dead after that? Okay, well, whatever. Oh, I don't Drunk Lee is an angry Lee. Yeah, Drunkly is very angry. <laughs> He's coming in, coming in hard. Yeah, coming in mean, hot. Come on, but like he sounds this, so happy about it. This is, yeah. he does this, happy. is this, this is the most bullshit fucking. Well, actually, the next bracket's going to be the most bullshit bracket. <laughs> oh we'll God. argue that one. But I mean, Undertaker, come on, like who, who's who's kidding anybody? Like who, who's going to fucking speak up for Gangrel? Well, I, I, I challenge you, fuckers. To well, speak up for I will. Well, let's go. All right, so I guess Lee's done. He's picking one for Undertaker. Uh, yeah. Rab, I'll let you go first, then I'll go. What you got, Rab? Well, the Undertaker's the Undertaker. Let's 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 be real. It's it's the fucking Undertaker. He's an undead wizard or some shit. Sometimes he's undead. Sometimes he's just undead. Sometimes he's a motorcycle riding. Lightning and so. Well, I, I think I assumed we weren't talking about that. Well, I mean, uh, I guess. And yeah. sometimes he's just, and sometimes he's just old and he has bad knees and this is his yard. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Undertaker. <laughs> facts of life. Facts of life. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> this is madness. But that's that, that's the uh, he, that's the Undertaker. Uh, he, he put him on T-shirts. Everything's purple. It, it, he, he wins a lot at WrestleMania, and then he doesn't. Um, on the other hand, <laughs> you have. This like vampire guy who has like fangs for real, and he drinks blood, and he comes out of a ring of fucking fire. He, he there's you look at the, you look at over where the stage is, and they play his music, and they play this, and he's like, Whoosh! whatever. It's just weird fucking whisper shit. Yep. And and he, then he comes out of the ground. There's a there, he's there's there's no one there, and then he comes. There's fire. There's a ring of fire, and then he comes. Out of it. <laughs> yes. We know the entrance. <laughs> Slowly while drinking blood. Yep. And then sometimes there's two other guys, <laughs> and then sometimes there's two different other guys. Yes. Yeah, we're not, I'm, I'm talking about gay porn or gay about it. Hey, hey, Rab, I just want to remind you right now, Anne Rice is not one of the people voting on this fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, Anne Rice, who, who wrote the... 
the fucking interview of a vampire. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus I'm Christ. sorry. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I'm, culture Did I... I'm sorry. I didn't understand your reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so old. You're pretty old. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Rab, continue your vote for Gangrel. <laughs> I'm just, look, I'm, I'm just saying one of them, uh, like his, you can't even keep his gimmick straight. It's really weird what it is, you know, and right now, like, he, the Undertaker's made a mockery of his gimmick for the last 15 years at this point. What year are we in? 2000, yeah, 2003. Yes, exactly. 15 years. <laughs> you know, it's, it's real cool because it's The Undertaker, and he's an undead. With, 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 everything's purple. For some reason, everything's purple, uh, which is the same gimmick as Prince, and I think Prince did it better. Okay. <laughs> he's dead. Okay. <laughs> well, both, anyway. <laughs> so I am clearly going to vote for Gangrel. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. This is already my favorite one. Oh my god. Okay. Uh I'll go I'll go next. Gang, well, of course Gangrel. you will. You gotta jump in and do damage control. Yeah. Gangrel, uh, first of all, a fucking shoot vampire. That guy a shoot vampire. You listen I to mean, it? no one actually ever shot him. Let's just be clear. No. Hey, a real okay. A <laughs> real and if they did they would if they did Mm. If they did, they would have needed a silver bullet, right? No, they, that's that's what is going to happen? If Undertaker <laughs> doesn't make it out of the first round, what are we doing? No, no. Okay, no. Listen, I'm just... If, if Undertaker doesn't make it out of the first round, it's because we're going for greatest gimmicks. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Um, Gangrel... He was a great character, a great gimmick. He had the blood baths were amazing. The lights would go out, they come back on. You're covered in blood. They were always exciting, very visual, and he he had the real sharp teeth. And he, yes, he was shitty in the ring. But like I said, to me personally, that doesn't really matter when it comes to a gimmick or a character. Um, now Undertaker, who was actually good at everything, I think he's done. He's always like try to protect the business. He's always he's he's declined a lot of interviews and stuff like that. For the most part, his character he does uh, Gangrel. Yeah, he had a cool entrance. He came out of like a ring of fire and any, everything. But dude, his entrance was nowhere near as cool as Undertaker's. The music was perfect. The atmosphere, the fog, the lightning. The some of the lightning was a little cheesy at times. Overall, like when he would do it, like in segments and stuff, but as far as the entrance, his entrance was unmatched and I believe will remain unmatched probably over any wrestler. Maybe um, in length. And definitely, in, well, Triple H has a long one too, but yeah. Balor, even yeah. Balor is the only thing I'm going to Balor closer. has a long one, yep. Okay, uh, we're going to stop on that sentence. Uh, so, when it comes to when it comes to gimmicks, guys, yeah, Gangrel was cool. He definitely deserves to be on the list, but unfortunately, he's going up against Undertaker, who the undead. The he came in, man. He's got the longest, probably, uh, like as far as continuation of, you know, having a strong, continually, uh, continuously good gimmick. Um, over a lengthy period of time, Undertaker is probably unmatched in that. Besides, maybe Ric Flair on this list, um, and maybe and Kane. Kane, I think as well. Who we get to in a little bit. Also, uh, as far as length goes, um, has been constant and consistent and good. Uh, Undertaker definitely is getting my vote. Gangrel, good, but not great like Undertaker's. So we're gonna go with Scott now. 
I, I wait real quick. I can't believe you. You 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 done it now. You no. gone and made a big mistake. <laughs> so going to Scott next. Okay. Um, I'll preface this. Undertaker is one of my favorites. Yes. Um, Gangrel is kind of awesome, but not fully. Um, he. You could have made an argument if they did things right. He's one of those ones like Mordecai. Hey, it's Halloween theme. Or ones where they were trying to get it to be like, this could be a similar one. Mortis and, and Wrath and shit over in WCW. Like, let's make this be a thing. But they never treated it actually like a threat of a thing. See, also Bray Wyatt. Where they're saying all this stuff and doing all this mystic stuff, but it's not working when it has to. So it's not ever taken as a threat. Undertaker always was was always a threat. Even in the Royal Rumble where Snooka would headbutt him, he'd reel back. Still not go down, but it's like, oh, he took a bigger hit. Like, people reacted to it. Flair would chop him and be scared of him. Like, it was always mm -hmm. everybody top to bottom made this character work uh, with Undertaker. And like you said, his is the longest tenured type. I would argue actually Kane and Jericho now are the similar ones to alter their character over the years for different eras and different times. I'll freely admit, though, as of late, he just went back to trench coat and hat, and he looks sure. kind of like Sting, where it's like, Grandpa, why are you wearing the trench coat? You look silly in that. <laughs> yes, I think it we can all agree he should It doesn't quite work. Either hang it up or evolve it some other way. Um, but just to go fall back on it was a bit of a problem, but I'm not going to let three or four years detract from 30? Yeah. It's not three or four years. It's like sixteen. No, I'm I'm calling only the past bit. No, I'm not saying the entire sixteen. No, no. Uh, um. Yeah, yeah. Ever uh, since after Lesnar, I think is where I would start to classify him as. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I, I I could see that. That's five or six years. Yeah. yeah so I, I can agree with that. Um. But no, it, it definitely. Two thousand four. No. When he when we no. lost the streak is what I mean. No. I know what you meant. <laughs> Come on now. Um, Those matches actually no. known for. Those Undertaker. Does get my vote. Like I said, it's one of the more... It's another one of those ballsy gimmicks where it was like, oh, you're just a Western Undertaker, and what do you do with that? Well, he'll do a Dracula sit-up, and he'll do all these things, which are now d d damn near iconic in their own ways, and almost played too much now. But they work, and they still work, and honestly, his gimmick is so strong that you can simply ring a gong, and the arena goes apeshit. Yeah. It's that strong still. And like no music plays after that, just the gong and lights go out and people lose their minds. It's that strong still. So And I think we should also think about the the ministry. Obviously Gangrel was basically just one of Undertaker's minions. I wanted to make hold on, sorry. hold on. Okay, I'll gonna, let you, I was, sorry, I I'll was let you getting go. ready I was getting ready to make a good point here. All right, make uh, the point. You That's made it go. seem you made it seem like Undertaker was more important. I I would argue Undertaker sought out Gangrel for his group, uh, Gangrel did not sought out the, under or the Undertaker the other way around. You see what I'm saying? Is that Gangrel may have been a more hot commodity. Undertaker was like, ooh, I gotta get on that gimmick. Well, and have yeah, him but he was still the that leader. That sounds like an accurate no, thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> he was still the leader, leader though. Though. I was just, Hold on. I was just gonna try to scare you. I'm voting Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Gangrel what? is a great, but Gangrel's a great gimmick. Gangrel is what I would call like, Vince Russo when he did something decent. <laughs> like, like, cause oh, when, when, guy, when did that happen? Well, because I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm taking a wild guess Vince Russo was in charge of the Gangrel gimmick. Because it was that era. It's an over-the-top uh, thing. 
Vince I, I, he actually out. had he actually had fangs. There's not really a lot of directions you can go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my my point though overall is that I think they put because Gangrel's not like at least again I'm gonna say I I've never seen him have a good match. He was just <laughs> whatever. He was he was an Attitude Era brawler guy. So they gave him a gimmick that was so strong and so interesting and cool that it actually kept him like he had a job yeah. for a while when he really didn't uh, deserve to have one yeah. anymore. Undertaker is eternal. It's one of the greatest gimmicks in professional wrestling history. Uh, and I mean, it's of course he's going to beat Gangrel. But shout out to Gangrel because that he did the gimmick very well. It was very no, clever. He really did, and he's still doing it to this day. Yeah. Yeah, he does it on the indie scene. I see him every once in a while on like local indies around here. Uh, Gangrel. He, he, he was on MLW recently. Yes, he was. Yeah, so I'll vote for him. Gangrel, shout out, made a shitload of money for being a porn director before he got into wrestling. So good for good him. Good job, David. <laughs> you look it up. <laughs> so wait. By the way, good good, good job, Scott. <laughs> good job. All right. Anyway, I'm just nope. I'm just gonna ignore it. And move on here. Nope. Okay. Yep. And we're just gonna move on. All right. Moving on to the next uh, match. We got Bray Wyatt, one of the more. Oh uh, my. Fuck. More Halloween! <laughs> Definitely the, uh... The most, I go first? Uh, hold on. Definitely the, one of the most recent uh, entries on the list here. Uh, going against Kane. Bray Wyatt versus Kane. I guess, Rab, you want to go first? So let's, uh, let's I would like it. to go first let's so that it. someone says something positive. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. So I, I, you know, I obviously am the, a huge NXT guy, and Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family started NXT. And they had these vignettes, and they—I mean—the gimmick was incredible with the vignette and the sad, whatever. And eventually, he got in the main roster and the fight. It was real cool for like you know, a bit. It was real cool for a bit mm -hmm. until eventually he realized, oh, he's never gonna beat anyone at anything ever. No, you know, <laughs> no yeah. I, I, okay, I'll let you go. Sorry. It, it's it's hard. It's hard to have this gimmick of being undestructible and like kidnap and like making people like fall into your spell and all that if you never beat anyone and never make anyone fall into your spell <laughs> it's really weird like it, like from time to time i thought like oh okay now this guy's gonna become part of the uh, okay for like a, a week and then oh no he was he was faking it the whole time okay uh that didn't work that's kind of where they destroyed the gimmick if they had just actually done it it would be great uh, but they didn't actually do it. They just said what the gimmick was, and then they did a different thing. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, you have someone who has a vastly superior gimmick than his uh, his alleged brother, uh, Kane. Oh my god! You know, Kane's gimmick. Okay, okay. Uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna if preface this with. Please let please don't interrupt him, Jake. Jeez. I'm not. I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, you did. <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, I just did. I just murmured. I like Anyways. where he's going. I like go, where he's go. going with this. Go look. The 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 Kane story, and of course it's built off Undertaker. And um, I, I I should come clean. I have no problem with the Undertaker's gimmick. It's fantastic. I just really wanted to piss off Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> I like, I like well how he gets the name right for that. That's perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, because I'm I'm coming clean. I'm I'm leaving. You know I'm you know I'm leaving kayfabe for a second. Uh, <laughs> That's my gimmick. So, uh, no, I mean, Kane's gimmick of... Okay, so it's become clear I really like things with fire. You know, the stuff with fire is great, you know? Uh, no, but his, his, 
his gimmick of being, you know, Undertaker's dead brother who came back and he's he's coming for revenge. Undertaker thought he was dead and he doesn't talk and you know eventually he's got a voice box and then eventually he loses the mask because it was you know oh he was scarred but it was actually you know mental scars. <laughs> but let's not you know let's not get hung up on that. Um, but his gimmick of just being this, you know, big red machine and just he's he's evil and he survived a fire and he hates his brother and he it's 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 a fantastic gimmick. And I mean the the story between The Undertaker and Kane is built on how strong those two gimmicks are. Uh if 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 Kane was a weak gimmick, the story would not have worked. And so I mean on this one I think it's real obvious to go with Kane. Um Okay. And yeah, that's it. All right. Um, <clears throat> definitely going to save the best for last. So, Lee, we're going to have you go last. Uh, I'll jump in real quick. Um, I personally think both of these gimmicks are kind of flawed. A lot of what, if we're going to talk about Bray Wyatt first, a lot of what uh, Rab was talking about with, yeah, he's got this cool look. He talks really well. He's got this group behind him. He's got the, he's got the look. He's got the feel nailed down. And he can... He can back it up in the ring. We've seen stuff he can do in the ring. He's got a cool finisher. He's got a cool name for everything. Everything about Bray Wyatt look and feel is great. But he is not the reason this gimmick is flawed, I feel. It is definitely the booking. Whoever decided to, yes, Bray's going to lose to this guy. He's going to lose to this guy. He's gonna, he just loses nonstop. That is what has flawed the gimmick of Bray Wyatt and, you know, the Wyatt family, the whole, the whole shebang is they just couldn't ever get the job done. Should they have? Like I said, I think so. Everybody really wanted this gimmick to succeed, and it just couldn't because it was killed off by loss after loss after loss after loss. Then you go to Kane. Kane, I believe, also is flawed because I think I compared a lot to the Gold Dust gimmick where it came in great, perfect. Kane came in with the perfect gimmick. He was Undertaker's brother. He had Paul Bearer come in, bring Kane in to take down Undertaker. The the infamous debut of ripping the Hell in a Cell cage door off. It was a great, phenomenal debut. That first little run that he had was great. But after that, as soon as he started teaming with like Hurricane and started... Um, they took the mask off of him, and Kane's character and gimmick, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say he took a nosedive, but then you got into corporate Kane, and then randomly he came back with uh, Daniel Bryan, and he put the mask back on, and just his character was never, his gimmick was never as strong as it was in the first debut, which is a lot, like I said, compared to Goldust. I felt the same way about that. Now, Bray Wyatt, like I said, he had all the tools to make it work, but, man... It didn't work because of the booking. So I'm actually going to pick Bray Wyatt based off of they're both flawed characters. But the Kane character was stronger in the beginning. Bray Wyatt, his character should have been bit better than Kane's. I don't know if that's the right reason why I'm picking that. but No, you're completely backwards, actually. Is that is – that I don't know. but This I, is why – this is the only reason I think you're backwards is I see where you're coming from on it, but Bray has never been anything. Kane has been. That's that's the only I can, reason I would go with Kane, other than Bray. They're both similar gimmicks. Bray, I mean, but Bray's never done anything. He's Nothing. never been yeah, on the. Kane. He has never been on the level as Kane. I do agree with that. Not even close. Yeah, not even close. But, but I, I my feel he gonna definitely. Be, I was gonna be. go. I was gonna go. I don't vote for jobbers. I give Kane my vote. But I had to make that. As I said it, I realized. I do. As I said, I realized that's probably not the way I should have went. But 
I think Kane's yeah. going to hit the pass. I think I should have voted for Kane, but... Interesting. They are similar gimmicks, though, for sure. Because Bray Wyatt always reminds me of an Undertaker gimmick, and Kane is just an offshoot of an Undertaker gimmick. So, like, it makes sense. Kane's basically Undertaker that likes fire. That's And, and Undertaker yeah. likes light. That's the difference between the two. But you made a good point, too, that Undertaker's gimmick is so strong that it actually carried someone else to a good gimmick, which is, damn, that is, that's saying something. So, uh, but I also just think Kane is a great gimmick. Like he, he, even though he's not as intimidating, you know, from beginning to end, because when he first came in, holy shit, dude, that was like Frankenstein. Like that, no one's going to fuck with this guy. When he, I remember one of the first professional wrestling shows I ever watched was one of the Raw episodes. And uh, it was, DX was out there beating the shit out of the corporation. And they sent uh, Kane out by himself. <laughs> he, he just absolutely decimated DX, but it looked realistic. He just looked like a force that couldn't be stopped. And then, you know, that, that was it. Over the course of years, they, <laughs> I mean, they he fucked was, him up like they did with everybody. So. He was pure muscle. At one, oh I, remember exactly, yeah. I remember exactly the scene you're talking about. Yeah, and he didn't he want to go out just... there, too. They had to threaten him. They, like, Vince would have to be like, get out there or we'll, you know, we'll send you to the asylum or whatever. It was awesome. Oh, my God, it was such a good gimmick. Yeah, okay, easily. I don't know. It's not even, not even close to me. Okay. It's similar gimmicks. All right, two of Kane. Uh, Scott? Um, I see what you're saying about Bray Wyatt with the potential of the gimmick. And, yeah, yeah I mean, the NXT stuff, it, it was on fire. And when he came out and debuted, people were losing their mind because here we go. This is going to happen. This is, as much as it is a, a newer version of the Cape Fear, Waylon Mercy gimmick, it was still a fresh version of it unlike anything active currently. Yeah. It was a kind of a like a small-time but dangerous cult leader. This is, ooh, what? Th- that was good. That was very good. And then he had the Inferno match with Kane, of all people. Yeah. And it was like, okay, that's a thing. And then and he never really won. Like, we talked about it with the Mania stuff Ever. before. He, he, he won the big one, but, I mean, he didn't win the feud with Cena. He didn't win the feud with Brian. He never won a feud. He didn't win the feud with Orton. Yeah, like he, he never Arguably, really he mattered. did kind of win the feud with Brian, though. Kind, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, <did>. but, <laughs> but, I mean, that goes to what I was saying literally about Undertaker in the last one. Like, he says all these things, but it doesn't hold true. Like, I'm going to face Undertaker and be the new face of fear. Mm. Loses to Undertaker. I'm the new face of fear anyway. No, that's, yeah. mm, that's not how that works. That's, mm. I can't take you seriously. That's very, very weak. And that um, sucks. So that's... Now, admittedly, that does go on to the other side of it. Like, the gimmick just got hamstrung by the booking and story. And, okay. But the gimmick was never treated the way it should have been. If he did have all these wins, he'd be in a similar light to Undertaker in that way of, like, okay, this guy backs it up. But I like the other aspect where he was just, like, this weird dude doing this stuff. There was no mysticism to it. He was just kind of out there. Um, you could see it in his early matches with, like, the stuff with the Wyatts and Shield. And shit like that. It was really good and interesting. Kane, like you guys said, started. He was pure muscle that early bit um, up until he got injured, I think, in 2001 or 2002. Um, he came back with, like, the slim black and red outfit instead. He was never quite the same after that, I always felt. Um, but before that, he was like Frankenstein. Intimidating. Couldn't be stopped. You couldn't even reason with him because he didn't talk. The original that kind of stuff. Then he started talking with DX, and then without I think the. That's when thing. he really started like falling down to me. Is when the the whole zzz, like that kind of shit. Hell no, fuck you. No, no. X-Pac no. forever. No, that, that, no. And anyway, I was just saying. That's what I meant. Xbox. I said no. hurricane. Well, I mean, I guess they were with. Okay. Anyway, sorry. He was a hurricane. Yeah, he was. was. No, but Xbox got him to talk. That was, that was a lot later. Deal. Yes, it was Xbox that he was with. They got him to talk. Yeah, yeah. and they had Tori and everything. Well, no. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Plus. Sorry to interrupt. Go. <laughs> when he when he started talking. 
They're like, like, what was it? DX farted on his voice box thingy at one point. I remember stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Eventually, Xbox was like, "Yeah, you don't need this to, to talk. Do it yourself." And he said, it. and like the character grew and evolved. And much like Undertaker, like I said, this character has gone all through things. And you can crap on corporate Kane, but I liked him when he was a goof like that, with hints of the crazy. Like there, there was elements of that that worked. He pulled it off. He's mayor now. Like this, he he made this work on different levels, and it's one thing to say that like the character sprung out of Undertaker. It's another to say that he was set up as an Undertaker villain, and survived into his own thing after that. So did McFoley's Mankind. Like not many did. Giant Gonzalez is not one that kept going, right? Yeah, he's in my current Twitch streams. So yeah, yeah. Um, but it, like it's. Bray Wyatt potentially can go all the way, and maybe there could have been more to that, but what's been done, maybe it's a victim of being too soon, who knows where the character will go, he became a secondary part of WWE version of Woken Matt Hardy. There's limitations on this gimmick right now, so Kane's my vote. It just, it's The longevity kind of supersedes it, but I think there's just more to that in what he started with and where he is. So, Okay. Uh, I, I mean... I think Bray Wyatt is the he's his gimmick is the best modern day gimmick that there is, and I think that if they would have played it right, it could have been up there with these other gimmicks. I, yeah, sure. but we're not we're not talking potential though. Right. We're talking right. the greatest that happened. You're right, and I do. So. I should have took I. I don't switch votes, but I would. I should have picked. Yes, Kane. you do. But anyway, I don't do it anymore. It's starting right. Starting right now. Anyway, let's go to let's go to let's go to Lee. I, right I said it here. Mark it down. I don't switch anymore. Anyway, go. Let's go to Lee. What do you think here? Kane or Bray Wyatt? I hate this fucking bracket. <laughs> oh, the booze is hitting. It yeah, sucks it so much. It's it really sucks so much. Uh, I like Glenn Jacobs a lot. I think he's a great worker. I think he's one of the best big man workers ever. Um, I, I won't shit on him as far as work rate goes because I, I think that guy, he, he has, he's just, he, he's done so many shitty gimmicks and he's yes. made it work. I mean, that, that guy, I, I've seen, I've seen him, that guy since Smoky Mountain Wrestling Coming coming up into the WWE and just he he's fucking made it work and you can't shit on that guy for his work rate like that guy is one of the best fucking big man wrestlers ever Bray Wyatt never had a fucking chance this wow. guy uh, fuck uh they should have brought back Dan Spivey to be Waylon Mercy and be like his uncle or something like fucking give him like a manager or some shit. Cause he shouldn't have been like the leader of like the white family. Like he should have been one of the active guys and, uh, fucking Dan Spivey should have been like the manager for them or some shit. That would have been fucking great. But Bray Wyatt just got cut off at the fucking nuts. He never gave, he was never given a chance. He's always been, uh, never was, uh, every program he's been in, he's been fucking a jobber. Everything he's done, he's been look. He's made to look like a fucking fool. I mean, I, honestly, the only fucking feud I could think of that he's ever won was with fucking Daniel Bryan, and that was a fucking mistake. Like, what the fuck were they even thinking with that shit? Mm -hmm. And yeah, Kane wins, and <sighs> I don't like Kane all that much. I think the character sucks. I think it sucks ass, but. Kane's the better character. It's just persevered over the years 
Bray Wyatt. Who the fuck's going to think of Bray Wyatt in 20 years? I don't think anyone's going to. Uh, now that's a possibility. That is definitely a possibility there. All right. Well, then that means that's four to one. Kane advances over Bray Wyatt. Uh, so closing out the first round, we got Razor Ramon, the bad guy, going against the ultimate warrior. Scott, do you want to start us out on this one? Sure. Because you um, fought for Razor to be on this list. Because I, I originally did. did not have him on here. Yeah, no, I thought Razor was one of the stronger ones of the 90s era. Because I always, I always bring it up. You, you had your, your wrestling plumbers, your wrestling garbage men, your wrestling clowns, your wrestling fat guys like Men on a Mission, Mabel and that. But then you also had like the Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, the ones that were trying to be wrestlers. And you had Razor Ramon, which was kind of straddling the two, I thought, where he could actually do it in the ring. But it was, I mean, he was this Cuban immigrant into Miami doing a Scarface ripoff who, like, what? <laughs> it was weird. But I know everything about Razor, like the, the gold, the chains, everything just worked. And he, what, ooze machismo was the, the line. Mm-hmm. It, he pulled it off. Like, he, he was very cocky, it very out there, but... He often backed it up. Like, he was the first four-time IC champ and things like that. Like, the, the gimmick worked for him. Um, if it was simply Big Scott Hall, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So the gimmick definitely propelled him, I think, to somewhere beyond what he was doing. Um, so much so that he kept it, and there was a lawsuit when he went to WCW because it was too similar to his WWE one that caused confusion. That's how strong the gimmick was. So <clears throat> I'm all for Razor on that regard. Ultimate Warrior was literally uh, uh, like face paint and tassels gimmick on a guy who ran to the ring and got tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very Hogan-like. And oddly enough, we don't have Hogan himself on here, but he kind of fell into that persona elevated thing like a Stone Cold or The Rock. Hogan was the unbeatable whatever. Well, Warrior is even more of that gimmick, so he kind of is a better fit to have here. Um, it wasn't that great of a gimmick, but it definitely was more successful in a shorter time frame. Um, it's actually kind of a hard one because one was a very solid gimmick that worked for a while. The other one was just like flash in the pan hot. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, was it ever. Um, I like I liked both. It's, this is a weird one. I, I need a second to kind of keep mumbling away as I try to figure this one out. And I look at the rest of the Just do what I do. Just do what I do. Close your eyes. No. No, just close your, that. No, no, close your eyes and say Razor Ramon, Ultimate Warrior, which had the greatest gimmick of all time. And then you come up with Bray Wyatt. No. Yeah. You know what? The, what should have been Bray Wyatt. I think there was there was more to Razor. I'm going to go with Razor. There was more to it. See, it works. I think. Told you. See? No, that's not what I did, though. See, you're welcome. All right, <laughs> no. going to Lee. <laughs> going to Lee. What you got? Razor Ramon, Ultimate Warrior. Okay, so Ultimate Warrior, as Scott was saying, is very much kind of the uh, stepping off from Hulk Hogan. Like, it's very much like, here's what we're going to replace Hulk Hogan with. And, oh boy, did we make a mistake, because the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior is a fucking prick. And he, he didn't want to work, and he, he made unreasonable demands, and he's a piece of shit. So, fuck the Ultimate Warrior, fuck him. Okay. Razor Ramon is an endearing character that everyone remembers. Uh, I, I, I guess you could say the same thing for Ultimate Warrior, but Razor Ramon has the benefit of being Scott Hall, who, in his prime, before he let his demons get the better of him, was one of the greatest fucking big man workers of his era. 
and you cannot deny that. Uh, Ultimate Warrior, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Okay. And he does not deserve to go forward because, let's face the facts, his time frame was very limited. Uh, even if he became the next Hulk Hogan, that guy could not last into the 90s. Like, there's no way he could, because he just did not have the in-ring ability to do it. Uh, even though, you know, the WWF at that time, uh, early 90s, their in-ring was shit. I mean, you had to look at, like, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart for any good matches. Otherwise, most of the stuff was kind of garbage. But to go forward from that, the Ultimate Warrior could not do that. Like, there's no way he could do that. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, he had the work rate, he had the ability, and his character persevered into that uh, decade, and that's what I'm going for. All right. Two for Razor. Uh, Matt Zion, who are you going with here? Uh, I just want to say I think they're both pieces of shit <laughs> in real life. <laughs> um, I think Hall's a little less piece of shit because Hall actually like respected and liked the fans. So yeah. I feel like if you sucked his dick, he would be like very nice to you, oh. uh, especially if you're one of the ladies. If you're ever on his back in the day on Twitter where he was constantly just basically asking for someone to come over and have sex with him. I think he still does that, uh, actually. Might still do it, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he... I, I, there's both pieces of shit. I've heard nothing but bad about both guys unless they're like the, the workers talking about him. The only difference is the workers also hated Warrior. So, yeah. um, but like, yeah, they're both just pieces of shit. Gimmick wise, though, yeah, I didn't really for. ever. I didn't understand the Warrior, though. I never really got the gimmick. Again, this is a different era for me. I never really watched back then. I'm looking. I'm looking back through history. What the hell was, what was he? A cocaine addict? I don't, like, <laughs> he, he was the ultimate. No, he was the ultimate. Lifting a fucking line off of Vince McMahon's chest and then running out there blowing up after two seconds? I'm not, I never got who he was. I know right. exactly who Scott Hall was. <laughs> he was, he was just Scarface, and that's fine. He was really good at he it. He also was know. doing blow, yeah. Yeah, no, well, yeah, but he was open about it. He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> pretending. He was. He wasn't like Warrior, who was always saying he was clean. Go fuck yourself. Come yeah. on. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Halls just because I don't care about either of them really. Know. Again, both of them before my time, but I thought Halls was a more fun gimmick. Okay. Uh, Rab. Ah, uh, god damn it! I don't like Ultimate Warrior literally at all. Uh, I, I could not like Ultimate Warrior less. Uh, I didn't like him when I was a kid. I agree with the whole. I I didn't really get it. Like uh, he was there, and you know, he did, the music was really cool. Good music, right? The, 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 sure, good, yeah. good. Best thing about his gimmick was his music. And then yeah, he came out. He shook the ropes. He did the thing with his hands, with his arms, you know. Uh, but besides that, who gives a fuck? I mean. <laughs> I, 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 I've never understood why Ultimate Warrior was so enduring. I've never gotten it. I think it was the, just uh, the like his look, like just the muscles, the hair. It the, was very live the tassel, action. The tassels for the tank. Yeah. What? He what? Did too many I was squashes. That's that's. What, I that was, was a I was a kid. As a kid, I was like, yeah, I don't like this. I, I agree. I, I was the same way. I was more of a Hogan fan, though. That's why I was. I was also more. Of a I Hogan didn't fan. like Warrior because I was the Hogan guy. See, uh, I, I can. I'll just jump in to, to put that through. I was a Hogan fan, but it was starting to wane. When Warrior came along, I'm like, oh, this is new. I like this. Well, there you go. That's that part okay. of where it came from. Okay. From that era, that's how that kind of went. So. Well, and then on the other side, you have okay. 
as someone who lives in Miami with a <laughs> lot of Cubans, I can tell you they don't speak like this. Yeah, I think he was born in Germany. So, <laughs> I mean, he could not be less cute. I mean, ne- this is also true about about Al Pacino. Neither of them are. That uh, sounds like awful, a regional problem. Awful Cuban. Nah, that's what you all sound like. I watched. I watched. <laughs> so him. racist. First off, I'm not Cuban. Secondly, they don't all talk like this. I mean, you just did it right now, so you probably talk like that. What are you Look, saying? Man. <laughs> Look, man. Look, man. Look, man. What are you saying, man? What are you saying about us talking like this? We do not talk like this, man. So, hey, hey listen. Vince, Vince, man would, Vince would not clear that shit if it was not 100% authentic. Uh, so I mean, I, 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 to be fair, I liked him a lot better as as Scott Hall in WCW. I think a lot, yeah. And he's a, and he's a great worker and shit. I mean, I'm not. As, I'm not as a diamond that. stud. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to shit on 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 Razor Ramon. He's super cool. I mean, to be fair, even with his terrible fake accent and not being from Miami at all, he's still super cool and all that. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of the gimmick. Uh, but I'm still obviously it's better than Warrior. You're going, yeah. You said you're going Warrior? I'm no, going Razor Ramon. Oh. Better than Warrior. Oh, better than Warrior, you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's four for Razor Ramon. I'll just get mine out there super quick. Um, no, I, I am not a big fan of either of the gimmicks. Razor Ramon's, to me, was never very clear cut. I don't think it was... Uh, Yes, he put on great matches, him and Michaels. They put on fantastic matches and stuff. But his character, he had a nice look. He had the cool hair with the little the little, uh, little, little bit coming down in the front. He had the toothpick. It was all real cool looking and stuff. But, man, I just never – the gimmick never made sense to me. It was the whole I'm the bad guy, but yet I, – I don't know. It just wasn't clear to me at the time. Um, when under, uh, uh, Sorry, I'm hearing like an echo, so it's distracting. Um uh, Ultimate Warrior, man, never really big on Ultimate Warrior either. Uh, gimmick, just as everybody else was saying, I, I don't really know. It wasn't clear. It wasn't a clear gimmick. Yeah, he was super jacked on steroids, obviously. He had the big hair. He had the tassels. He had everything. He had the cool look, again, like Razor Ramon. But I didn't know what the fuck his gimmick was besides a guy that just squashes people. So a man's best friend. Maybe. Yeah, I, it was... I don't know. Either it's a squash for me. Either one of these, it, it doesn't matter. I probably would have voted for Razor Ramon, but I, I could care less actually between these two. I'm not a fan of either one of their gimmicks, so I am gonna uh, vote for Razor Ramon just so he gets a five uh, zero over Ultimate Warrior. So there you go. Uh, that is the end of round number one. Now everybody <laughs> who's heard our honorable mentions and. Heard our picks can complain on Twitter and YouTube right. comments about who we yeah, left nobody's out. Nobody's gonna watch this. Don't worry about it. Start, I start did bitching, say bitches because I'm gonna fucking fight you in the comments. Now, oh, he will too. That's his gimmick. So. I did say kind of during our thing, I was like, oh, we forgot Macho Man, but then it's I thought really about gimmick, it. Though. It's it's really him to the nth it's degree. Just him, I mean, yeah. He didn't Listen to him talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Macho. That's yeah. him. I, the more I thought about him, like that's not. Yeah. That, that's oh, yeah. It's not a gimmick, baby. Yeah. So looking looking <laughs> at the. Guy, God damn it. So looking at the second round, we're going to start off with match number one on the top left side of your brackets. Doink the Clown versus the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Rab, how about you kick us off here? 
Yeah. Um. I mean, Nate. I'm not even. We already talked about them. Nate. Nate. Okay. Uh. So that is going to be one for Nature Boy. Uh. Matt Zion. What do you got here? I'm going Doink. I was iffy on Flair because again, it's just him. If you hear him talk in real life, the only reason I kind of gave him the leeway is the fact that. He was the first to do it. He was the first to, like, really excel at that gimmick and really – because there's other people that did well, it, he wasn't but he the was the first, best. He wasn't the first He was the best. Yeah, Not he the was first the Nature Boy or anything, but he was the best. I He's agree. the one that everybody calls the Nature Boy. He is Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yep. Um, but, like, again, I kind of think it's a macho issue is that he's very borderline just himself. Whereas Doink, if you knew that guy in real life, what was his name? Matt Bourne, whatever the fuck his name was. He mm. was crazy. <laughs> he, had, he, was, he, had nothing, he had nothing in common with that clown <laughs> at all. That was just a gimmick. And again, Do- I still say Doink will be eternal. He, and so will Flair, obviously. But they're not going to be able to dress up some random idiot and call him the nature boy. No, they it'll be Rick Flair. He'll never die. Yeah, it's yeah. just. But I, I'm gonna go Doink. I think gimmick wise, I think the gimmick was just way more memorable for me as a gimmick. And obviously, if we're talking any other aspect of wrestling, Flair would win. Yeah, um, I'll go here. Uh, I agree. I think Doink the Clown is the better gimmick over Ric well, Flair when you think yeah. of just WWE. I think overall the package of Ric Flair. I think his earlier stuff was a little bit better than what he brought to uh, WWE. So. I think if we talked about his entire package, Flair probably would have got the nod. Uh, we shouldn't be talking about Flair's package. Just That's space it's, mountain. It's hard we, not we to would, talk yeah. about space it mountain. Be the first. It is hard. Yes, to talk about it's it. very it's hard. It's pretty big. Yeah, but oldest man, ride, longest line. Yeah, both of these guys. Let's be fair. When we talk about like who are we going to talk about in twenty years? Both of these, both of these characters. They're they're, they're both very they're iconic. Yes. Flair is the you know he's had all the world titles he's got he's he's the best wrestler one arguably one of the best wrestlers doing the clown he was a clown but <laughs> no no I, I'm saying no I know yeah, when you say that you say it, so good. He's, he's a clown fuck <laughs> no no that's what I'm saying that's how big I think doing the clown is. Uh, Nature Boy, he's 14 titles. He's got all. He's got everything in the world that you would ever want to have a professional. 16 titles, bitch. Si- sorry, 16 titles. He's got everything in the world you'd want to have a professional wrestler, and he's going up against Doink the Clown, like just Doink, just a clown. That shows you how big Doink the Clown is, in my opinion. That Doink is going to be remembered forever. Um, yeah. And I think gimmick-wise, uh-huh. we're talking just gimmick here, not worker, yeah. not wrestler, not. Uh, accolades, nothing. I think Doink the Clown is the better gimmick over the two. So I am going to pick Doink the Clown as well. Uh, Scott, what you got? If, if one more person votes for this, this will be the thing everyone complains about. That's okay. <laughs> I actually don't think so. I think people, I mean, some people. I, I think you're completely oh, wrong. You're and fucking no, entirely misjudge fuck our viewership. You are highly overestimating the fondness people have for remembering Doink versus the fact that people yeah. remember Doink. People remember there was a wrestling clown, right? That's the extent of it. No, they know so. they I, know I, Doink. I, I they know the name Doink. Doink. Or yeah, Dink. A lot of people, people know Dink. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I remember Nobody the four Doinks. Dink. You, you I know Dink. Dink. You're the no, one guy. Dude, yeah. You're crazy. You don't know Dink. Stop, stop, stop. I remember the four Doinks at Survivor Series. I remember the two Doinks when crushed and they were mirror and mirror. I remember Dink against Jerry Lawler. and all. Yeah, yeah. I remember this shit. 
Okay. <sighs> it's not a good memorable though. Okay, and then this it's is your turn, so you get to pick the, here. Yeah. That's the difference there. Okay. Um, yeah, I think they're bullshit. Now here's here's the problem. When I'm hearing my own echo, by the way, I don't yeah, know who's don't, got their thing yeah, going, but yeah. Coming through. Um, but the the problem is, I voted for Goldust over Flair for the exact same reason I'm voting Doink over yes! Flair. Wow. It is yes! a stronger character. Yes! Overall, you you even though Rick Flair, you were just arguing like I was wrong, but yet you're piece of no, shit. It's everything I'm saying about Doink. Yeah, it's weak, but the Flair character doesn't fuck, compare fuck to it in this. <laughs> I hate you, you piece of shit. This is the end of the Outsiders. <laughs> All right, so... Now, the fact that Flair is so popular at the Joe Rogan special on Netflix, he said the name Ric Flair, and people went, woo, the gimmick is strong, but no. I can't not. My own logic, and I'm angry at myself. People at Astros games go, woo, literally all the time. You're dead to me. I'm sorry, Leo. So piece of shit, you're dead to me. So this is <laughs> Lee, so now, Lee, it's your, it's your turn, Lee. Do you are you picking Doink? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bummer. I think Lee. I think Lee just went through the barbershop window. <laughs> yeah. Jet flying. Oh, there it is. Jet flying, pussy driving. No. Motherfucking <laughs> son of a gun, Rick Flair. Woo. <laughs> okay. I, can, I I cannot believe you. No, I, I actually I should do I should do the uh, I should do the 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 bomber gimmick. Uh, okay, I mean if that's the way you guys wanna. I, I, wow, I mean a shocker. Uh, if that's the way, I think that's the way it's gonna I go. Agree. I mean this entire fucking tournament. I hate myself for it, but I it's can't. A, not. It's a. This is Fuck a tough tournament. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with you in any way. By the way. No, yes you are. No, yes you are. Well, we both think I'm saying it for different reasons. <laughs> okay, you're agreeing with Bomber completely. By the way, as a choice overall, yes. By the way, if this was just overall, including WCW, including NWA, and all that, I would have picked Ric Flair. I think his stuff there, his character there. Oh, oh, how great! I agree. Thanks, no. thanks, Bomber. I said thanks that when that. I was talking too. When I, I was agree. doing my thing. No, thanks, thanks. That's great. It's great. Doesn't matter now. I agree. It doesn't. Doink advances. No, I agree, no. If it was overall, yeah, no, no, Doink. No. Doink advances. Doink advances past Ric Flair. What a fucking oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Sure. It's um, three to two. It was. Yeah. Three to I, mean, I mean, it's a, I mean, I think, I think the wrong guy went through, but, uh, it's uh, possible. Yeah, no shit. I mean, <laughs> no so, shit. This tournament's, this tournament just lost all of its fucking it's, legitimacy. So it's now, Lawrence Taylor, bam, bam. Here we go. By the way, very important to say. I have something very important to say. David Flair, when you're feeling very sad, don't don't go for help. No. Just, <laughs> are awesome. Probably do heroin so I can win the death pool, okay? Right, uh, Dory, Dory, I hope you no. die really soon, no. dude. You're looking really bad. Here we go. Dear Lord, here we go. Uh, moving on. Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase versus Vince McMahon. Some say the Million Dollar Man Ooh, versus wow, the real. Match. Yeah, versus let me, the let me real go, Million can Dollar I, Man. Can I go first? Because uh, mine's going to be short. Sure, yeah. Go let me go it. first because mine's going to be short. Go for it. I mean, you got the fake Million Dollar Man. You got the real Million Dollar Man. Go with the real one. This is Rick Man. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, one for Mr. McMahon. Um, Lee, you want to go next? Grapefruits. <laughs> 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 there you go. What? I can't just vote. 
Was that your vote? I don't That's know. That's Okay. That's Mr. Bean's How do you I got that. Okay. I didn't know that was his Name vote. any other time where you can just walk That's around and yell grapefruits and you're not a crazy person. All right. Uh, I guess two for Mr. McMahon. Um, I guess I'll go and, and bring some fucking legitimacy now to the uh, this match. Uh, no, Million Dollar Man. Oh, no, no, for real. No, Million Dollar Man was the better uh, was the better gimmick. He, it was so fun watching him and the things that he did. He he brought in like I it's stuff I already said with the belt and like the little skits where he brought in uh, people to do little stunts and little games and stuff. It, it was so much. It was so good, and the character was perfect. It is one of the more iconic characters ever in wrestling, not just WWE. We're talking wrestling, period. Vince McMahon, like I said, I even picked Honky Tonk, Honky Tonk over Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's gimmick was a little... Uh, it was almost too real. It was like not not almost gimmicky enough, I feel. It, it was almost too too real to get the win over Million Dollar Man to me. So I'm going to pick Million Dollar Man. I think the gimmick... It was more over the top. It was more fun. It was more memorable. It was more. Uh, it was just the better gimmick, in my opinion, over Mr. McMahon. So I'm gonna go Million Dollar Man. Um, uh, who didn't go? Scott. Scott didn't go, right? Uh, not yet. No. Um, I kind of agree with you there in a bit. Uh, I think McMahon had a better opponent in Stone Cold oh, yeah. than DiBiase did with Hogan, because Hogan was just like, I'm the superhero, and it didn't matter who the opponent was. But Austin and McMahon was very much like the, the yin and the yang kind of thing. Like They worked perfectly against each other in, in that sense. Um, I do agree with the over-the-topness, though. Million Dollar Man was much more memorable of a character and just like the look and everything. Yeah, uh, McMahon, though, just kind of took it to the next level in the same way, but that, like you said, almost got real in that way. But I, I still think, like, Million Dollar Man, uh, he could have just, like, why didn't he just buy the company or whatever it was? Like, that was the thing. It was worth more than a million, I get it, but why is he just doing all this stuff? McMahon owned it. He could do whatever he wanted, and that worked with the gimmick. So I'm going with McMahon on that. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, three for McMahon. Um, who did not go? I do not remember who didn't go yet. I did not go. All right. Zion, go for it. Balls the size of grapefruits. That's it. Oh, my God. Okay. So, literally, nobody really gave a uh, pick besides me and Scott. So, I appreciate that. So, that's good. Hey, no, but he what? said it best. The first one said it best. It was It's, re- it's someone who I believe the gimmick versus somebody who is pretending to be the gimmick. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I, like I said, I love Million Dollar Man, and I almost picked him anyway. It wouldn't have mattered in the overall. But it's like, nah, the Vince did it just that much better. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, moving over to the right side of the brackets here, round oh number God. two. I just noticed the bracket we have there. But anyway, next side. Yep, we have Mr. Perfect versus The Undertaker. Um, mm. Matt Zion, let's hear from you first here. Uh, I mean, I really like Perfect, but Undertaker is like going to the finals for me because Undertaker is just like one of the – it shouldn't work. It's one of – like if you look at it, it's really stupid. It. The fact that, like, if they tried that gimmick, they've tried it. They've tried it now. It doesn't work now. It always comes off as, like, hokey or weird and shit. And so it does with him, too. But because of nostalgia and timing and him being a very good worker back in the day, everything just kind of perfectly came together in a line to make this ridiculous gimmick work. And whereas Perfect, again, I really like it. I think it's a really fantastic gimmick. But Undertaker's is just so eternal. I just... 
Undertaker and Kane for me are like two of the best gimmicks in professional wrestling, and it's kind of in part with like without each other they wouldn't be as good. Uh, it's the fact that they're so intertwined that makes them both so good and it makes them go be strong individually. So I'm going to go with Undertaker. All right. Uh, Lee. Mr. Perfect unfortunately had the bad luck of his gimmick dying really quick because his body gave it. Um, that's the thing with him. Uh, I mean, The Undertaker is one of the greatest gimmicks of all time. Uh, there's been a lot of bullshit with that gimmick, but at the same time, uh, he's just been such a great worker and such a great personality that he's managed to persevere through all this shit. Uh, unfortunately, Kurt Henning, his demons got the best of him, and his injuries got the best of him, and that's a, a great gimmick that got cut off short by those things. So the Undertaker has to go through on this one as far as I'm concerned. Alright. The two for Undertaker. Rab, who you going with? Um I'll give a real a real uh a real review of Undertaker this time because last time I was kind of jokey. Mm-hmm. Um I mean <laughs> yes, I've had I have had a lot of problems with what the Undertaker has become in the last you know, some say four years. I really do think it's more like twelve. Yeah. Um, you know, since it's four, I really do think it's more like twelve. Ever since he went part time. Um. But that doesn't discount all the things that came from before that. Uh, his his gimmick from you know just being the undead guy in purple, uh, with the gloves. I was never a fan of the gloves. Uh, <laughs> to to you know eventually just being this evil force and to eventually being on, you know, the dead man. And all, all of that is, you know, as good as it gets in wrestling. Um, you know, R- Rami mentioned during the first one, you know, all you need is the gong. If, if that's not proof of something, I don't know what is. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's get... Oh, well, right, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> you weren't even me. trying <laughs> that time. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, it was Scott. Uh, no, all you need is the gong. If that's not proof of something, you know, it's 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 arguably the greatest, you know, pure gimmick of all time. Uh, so for sure, I mean, I love, you know, I talked about it before. My love, of Mr. Perfect, and his gimmick is is you know, perfect. But uh, I got to go with the Undertaker. All right, that's three for Undertaker. Um... I'm keep. I'm bad at keeping track of who hasn't gone yet. Zion, you've gone. You gone? Yeah. Who who the fuck hasn't gone? Scott. Yeah. Me. God, God damn. Go. <laughs> what are you blaming me for? No, yeah, I, I keep for, I keep forgetting. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Um. Perfect. Like you said, uh, you have to be able to do the gimmick to make it work. And like you said, he got broken down, so that is unfortunate. Um. There are two gimmicks that really hinge on everybody going along with it. Not that they, they uh, like they all do, but these ones really needed it, and they're so vastly different too. So it's kind of interesting to see that comparison. Um, Undertaker, like you said, is in this enduring and forever. Perfect is great, but there's almost a limitation to it when you compare the two. There's just more to the Undertaker's character uh, with the gimmick, so that's my vote. All right, <clears throat> uh, I'm also going to go with Undertaker, Mister Perfect. As I said earlier, I think is the hardest gimmick to pull off on this list. So I think that's a lot of credit goes to Kurt Henning for that pulling that gimmick off. 
um, as great as it was and as great as he did with it, it just isn't going to stack up against Undertaker, who uh, there's so many other people and things that kind of like followed the Undertaker as far as like you've seen a million different like kind of dark side ripoffs or that, that kind of deal. And it all stems from Undertaker's like gimmick. And it just it's it's very it's very strong and it's going to be hard to beat. And I'm also going to pick it. So it's going to win 5-0 over Mr. Perfect here. All right, moving on to the last match in the second round. Kane versus Razor Ramon. Uh, Lee, start us off here. Fuck Kane. Razor Ramon goes through. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fuck this fucking bullshit. Fucking Kane is just an abortion of a gimmick. It's just like a, oh, let's think up of an opponent for The Undertaker. That's great. And somehow he survived out of that. Uh, credit to Glenn Jacobs for being a good worker and somehow man- managing to make his bullshit gimmick, which is even more retarded than The Undertaker's over the years, <laughs> somehow make that work. That's great. Uh, kudos to you. But when I think about fucking WWE, WWF classic, I think of Razor Ramon. I think of the fucking bad guy. I think of saying Chico and throw, throwing fucking toothpicks at people. I think of him as the better worker than Kane. And fuck Kane. Fuck you, Matt Zahn. We're not getting Kane through. Fuck that bullshit. Okay. You're in for a bad awakening, my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, I kind of, this is weird. I kind of agree with what Lee said on some of those things. Damn right you do. No, uh, not everything. Uh, Fuck you. I, (laughs) 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 perfect time. Um, Oh my God. I, I, I think Kane, um, he definitely did fall off after his initial debut. Like I said earlier, like, like in, like you said, once he came in as Undertaker's opponent, that his gimmick did fall off. He turned into more of a, a joke character at times. Sometimes he was a big threat, but he never was as strong as he debuted. Now, having said that, I've never been a big fan of Razor Ramon's gimmick. I mean, uh, Scott Hall, great wrestler, great, great, just overall uh, performer, but the Razor Ramon gimmick just can't stand up against Kane. And Kane's gimmick, even though it did fall off, it was always stronger than uh, Razor Ramon's, which is why I should have voted that for over Bray Wyatt. So my bad doing that earlier. But hey, yes, yeah, that was that was that was bad on my part. I do 100 percent agree. Um, but I'm picking Kane here. Hopefully, I make up for it. So no, Matt, you really don't, Matt. Okay, <laughs> Matt Zion, uh, Kane or Razor Ramon? Don't make right. me mad at you. Kane all the way, baby. Come on now. That's bitch. such Fuck a you. good gimmick. No, Razor Ramon's gimmick is he watched Scarface and he's like, I want to do that. And <laughs> that's, Kane's that's gimmick a, was that's, that's a way my brother fucking the burned brother me alive. Got burnt. Yeah, fuck yeah, um, baby. Don't play with fire. Get burned. I'm going Kane all the way. He's the dark horse. He's winning this you, thing. You, you piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's two for Kane, one for Razor Ramon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll go with Scott here. Scott, who are you going with? <laughs> you're laughing because you're going to disagree with me right now. I know that. I see uh... it happening. Asshole. It doesn't matter if he does or not. There's no way Razor's going to oh, do son it. Of a... Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I was going to be like, it's got to be. It's... Oh, but no. Um, honestly, I like more of what Razor's character was. Um, 
Kane, like you said, it got kind of got limited. It was Frankenstein-y, and it was fun. I like it a lot, yes. But I liked Razor better. Whenever Razor came out, I was always more interested in those better? matches. You like Razor better than Kane? Yes, I like oh, Razor okay. in that. But did these two compare? Yes. Sure. Um, like, Kane's character is fun. I'll sum it up like this. I remember being pumped for WrestleMania 20, and the whole thing with Undertaker coming back and all the gimmick stuff with the two of them. And then when they were standing there against each other, I looked over to my friend and went, Oh, crap. Now we got to watch Undertaker versus Kane. But that's what it was. It was like, oh, the gimmick is neat, but uh, it's not actually that good, though. Um, that's kind of where it is for me. It's like, it's not actually good. It's just, oh. But Razor was always fun. I always liked Razor's character. It was always, it always worked for me. There was never iffy moments ever in the tenure. There were those with Kane, so I'm going with Razor. Wow. We I have it. You, Scott. We now you love him. We have. I, I gotta win my friend back. We have a two-two. See, see, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, translate. Uh, I, I love you, Scott. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I I I, 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 fucking, I fucking lost it. I had a joke there, but I lost. It. <laughs> there you go. He lost. Okay. Anyway, two-two. Scott. Uh, sorry, Rab. You were deciding vote here. Uh, Kane or Razor Ramon? Well, survey says. No, uh, it's it's gotta be Kane. I mean, <laughs> come on. Now here's my opinion. I'm not upset about that. Lee is. I'm really upset about that. I've, I've never look. Lee's wrong a lot because <laughs> oh, oh, no. crotchety old man shit. You know this is, oh. and this is the biggest example of this ever. You you know how they have these these uh news like the 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 news shows on on these twenty four hour news channels where you just have one person who's way on one side and the other person who's way on the other side CNN? and they go CNN or MSNBC Fox they all do it you know they just have two people against each other and they say completely opposite things and we pretend that they're equal this is what's happening here we're just on opposite sides completely. And pretending that they're equal, but they're not equal because I'm right and he's wrong. Oh, I see. mean, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What, what are your thoughts on T.O. Hopper? What's that? Exactly. <laughs> old man. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh makes me feel old too. Oh uh, man. I even, I even mentioned him earlier as the wrestling plumber. Yeah, I said his name. He was a gimmick. I yeah. said that. I've never heard of him in my life. You never I heard of him an hour ago. T.L. Hopper, Dirty White Boy. Fucking I'm, one of the, he, he was the progenitor of Stone Cold Steve Austin's character. I'm younger than you, Zion. I've heard. Well, I mean, you started watching later than me. But anyway. Don't fucking, don't fucking laugh. He was fucking Stone Cold before Stone Cold. He was having sex with Steve Austin? He was, he was better than fucking what, Steve Austin. Whatever. Look, I'm not here to talk about Movie. fucking Uncle Cletus and shit. Moving to the third round, the semifinals, guys. I'm not done yet. Yeah, Wait, you finished. said Kane. I did, though. <laughs> You're done. I mean, if you have something else to say, well, I guess you really didn't talk about Razor, but you have anything else to say? I'll let you talk. Uh, yeah, Razor. Razor. It's not a good gimmick. It's an awful gimmick. I, I, I don't understand. It's a terrible gimmick. A great worker who I would who say transcended. It's not a no. It's not a good gimmick. It's a great worker who transcended the bad parts of his gimmick. You know, the good part was that he was cool, but that's just him. He's just cool as fuck. He's just a I'm cool really, motherfucker. I'm really surprised how racist you are about fucking Cubans. Uh, it's, like, terrible. <laughs> so, so, moving on. I'm very surprised 
Very surprising. So you're done now, now I, I assume. Very, very racist. Now I'm done, because I did want to talk about Razor Ramon. Okay. Because that's why you skip with Yeah. So you want now to t- say that he's terrible. Now okay, got it. Well, I don't want to say he's terrible. I'm saying that, look, Razor Ramon, his gimmick was bad. He was good. Yes. All the all, the good things about his gimmick were had nothing to do with his gimmick. It had to do with the fact that he was charismatic as fuck and super fucking cool. Okay. But that was true as Scott Hall as well. I mean, without the Razor Ramon gimmick, he was still super fucking cool. He's just cool. He just he's just charismatic, cool motherfucker. So it has nothing to do with the gimmick. The gimmick's shitty. All right, so here we go. Semifinals on the left side of the brackets. Doink the clown versus Mister McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. All right, guys. Uh, let's go with Matt Zion. Let's have him start it off here. Well, it was Vince versus Doink, yeah. Yes, Vince versus Doink. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Vince. Do- Doink is still really good, but I, I Vince is like probably my favorite heel of all time. Just that character was so fucking good. I mean, it brought people into the mainstream of wrestling again. Like they had everybody. They lost everybody, and then this gimmick was so fucking good where they wanted to see him get his ass kicked that he brought back more people, well, not more, but close to as many people as were around during the Hogan era. Like, they almost legitimized wrestling again, except with Hogan, people saw it as a real sport, and with Vince, it was like, ah, we're going to fuck this hooker in the ass. It's going to be fun. Like, that. I don't know how that's a good analogy, but that's what I call that. (laughs) All right. Uh, But, yeah, I'm going to go with Vince on this one. All right. I'll go next. Uh, Well, yes. Vince McMahon definitely drew more eyes onto the product than Doink the Clown did, but I mean, I like you like what? I just like this character better overall too. That's why I mean, it was the, from a gimmick standpoint, not just drew more money or anything. I like sure. his character better. Sure. Um. I. I mean, I. I can see arguments. I can see arguments for it, no doubt. But uh, I don't. I just don't buy it as a better gimmick though. Like Vince McMahon, the evil boss gimmick. Did he pull it off great? Yes, he pulled it off great. And these both are very good gimmicks to make it this far in the tournament. But, ah, man, Donk the Clown is... When I think of WWE gimmick, I swear to God, one of the first things that pop in my mind are Doink the Clown. I don't know why. I don't know if it's if, I, if there's something wrong with me. I don't know if yeah, I'm the yes. only one. Yeah, you need to go to the doctors. Yeah. Okay. Well, not, not to interrupt you during the bomber, but when you think of the gimmick, you think of that gimmick. But are you thinking of in a good way? Uh, I That's mean, the important difference there. Just because you think of it doesn't mean it's good. I said that before when you said that. So it's like I mean, I haven't oh. really thought. I mean, I I mean the fact that it's I'm thinking of it, I feel like that definitely means it's good. And, no. it, and it was good. No, no it doesn't. Come you think of something, that means good. I fucking no. think of Trump all the time, and I take a shit when I think of him. Well, <laughs> well, well, let's jumps leave... to my mind all the time, How... and I'm like horrified. I'll wait for mine. I'll wait for mine. Let's but yeah. leave politics out of this, okay? Okay, I think Trump of Jake's horrible decision-making all the time, and I take a dump with it. Is okay. that better? Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> that's, um, that's not politics. That was policy. Okay. So <laughs> I... Um, see, now you got me all fucked up. Well, I don't even know what you were talking about. I just wanted to talk about Trump. It's my passion. I know. Uh, (laughs) Um, okay. I'm going Doink the Clown because at the end of the day, I, I, as I said earlier, I've already said it a couple times now, Vince McMahon's character, the gimmick, I feel was a little too, you know, real. It didn't really feel to me personally like a gimmick it, it was it was a a major plot line a major story 
It got a lot of eyes on the product. It was huge, no doubt about it. One of the biggest things ever in professional wrestling. But when I think of gimmicks, I just don't feel like it was better than the Doink the Clown gimmick. That was more uh, just gimmicky overall. It just, to me, it's just the better gimmick. Just bottom line. It's just in in my opinion. So I'm picking Doink the Clown. I would, I would almost argue that the Vincent Mann thing isn't really a, like, good gimmick. I, I could see an argument for saying it wasn't even a good gimmick. The character was great. Go, like I go said, ahead and make it. Never heard that one before. Yeah, what's please. the argument you got there, champs? <laughs> you can see it. Please, please make this argument. I literally just said it. It was almost, it was almost too real. Where it wasn't very gimmicky. It felt like it was literally Vince McMahon as his own self. Well, here's Except the thing. Though, he's I, like that, that. I have a point to add to that. He'd been on TV for a really long time, and he was never like that. I mean, he was not not he not was, even remotely. Well, he was close. a The Bret Hart thing brought it out, but he he, we knew how he was normally, and it was it was welcome to Monday Night Raw. Not fuck you, you piece of shit. I don't want you. It wasn't totally different. Totally different. Well, we don't. I mean, well, as a commentator, commentator is totally different though, because they uh, the commentator. I mean, Taz was different as. Taz was as a wrestler. No, that, I know, but I'm yeah. saying that his gimmick was, changed. Is what he said. Changed. Yeah. Vince, Vince, it wasn't just Vince. He had to put something into it to make it more, mm-hmm. and that's what a gimmick is, in my opinion. But I, I'm not a, opposed to what you're saying. I think I can understand. It's, it's similar. It's similar to the Stone Cold, Stone Cold yes, argument. Yes, thank you. Yes, just, very much so. Thank you. That is, it's very similar to that. Same as I mean, I, I feel The Rock is more of a gimmick than like Stone Cold was, but. Um, now he like lives no, the rock is totally that guy. <laughs> no, but he switched though, because he didn't. He wasn't like that. Now he's like. Now he like. I feel like he plays it up. Like it's almost like it turned him into the rock, type thing. Yeah, Dwayne the Jones. rock is it's that kinda guy. Like Rick Flair. I mean, it's kind of like Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. Look, very true. Very he was true. turned into fake the it, nature. Fake boy. until you make it, and sometimes you make it into the rock. Yes, but thank you. Yes, thank you. That I I find it more like real and as like who he was and stuff. Kind of like similar to Stone Cold. Kind of similar to the Rock. As opposed to Doink the Clown is just. Over the top, goofy, and at some times he was like scary, serious, and like he was just the better gimmick. But anyway, I took too long. Uh, Scott, go. Uh, well, I just wanted to kind of compare what you said. Like when you think of wrestling gimmicks, the first thing you think of is Doink, especially WWF one them, stuff. One of them, yeah. And I agree, that is one of the first ones I think of too. But it's not necessarily good light. When you think of big blockbuster movies, Transformers comes to the mind, but they're not good. They're just prevalent, and they're like kind of there like that the doesn't make one. it good no one out of five that's kind of, that's the point well i've seen the, the first one so that, that that's the point but you still probably would think of those right like those come to mind when you think of that kind of stuff it's not an indicative of quality it's just prevalence in your mind so i mean did it get into your brain and make it always stay there sure doink is more successful than vince there you go that's fair and i, I understand that part of it but it doesn't mean good um People aren't copying. Well, I mean, people are literally copying Doink, claiming to be Doink, but there, there's not like a glut of different kind of clown gimmicks going around right yeah, now. Yeah, like it didn't inspire. But anybody. there That's are a point. multiple, like every single general manager, uh, commissioner, whatever. That's an evil type. Is the Vince McMahon style? That's literally it. The Mr. McMahon character has inspired every single one of them because they always think we got to be like that because that's what the one that worked. That's the reason we're here. I got to go with McMahon on that. Okay. I mean, I can see an argument saying like that's why Doink could stand out as being better because that like that it's its own thing. Vince McMahon was more of like an evil boss, which you can spawn off different evil bosses, but Doink the Clown yeah. is Doink the Clown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but McMahon was the first of its type. Uh, sh- sure, sure. I can see that. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know for earlier, sure. Like, there might have been other ones. I don't know, but there I there may the, have. That's but the first I remember. So, none yeah, to I this, agree. none to this level. And even if people not. say like it was Vince himself to an nth degree, well, I, I don't believe that he was literally that selfish and whatever. If he's backstage and it's like Batman, Bruce Wayne's the gimmick. If it's that kind of thing, fair enough, whatever. Yeah. But the character that we saw portrayed and the way he acted and the way it goes mm-hmm. is definitely over the top. And it's not really him, because he wouldn't be in power and all this. Like, it's not, it is a gimmick at some huge level. So, it is. And yeah, Doink might be the one that you look back on. Doink will end up being, in a hundred years, would be one of those things where they talk about, in a textbook, if they made it, about wrestling gimmicks in the 90s, you would see a picture of Doink. You got that right. I think but then, if, but I think then if on the there chapter was... about evil bosses, you'd have it starts with Vince. I would actually argue... In the chapter of wrestling, you'd have Vince. I actually think... Well, different topic. But I, I think, yeah, that's that's different. But I think if there was, you know, if you load up like... Uh, if we're talking about like textbook example, if you turn to the page where it says gimmicks, I would almost argue that... There'd be a picture of Dwayne the Clown there for when so, you talk yep. about gimmicks. So does someone, does someone other, does, does someone other than uh, Bomber get to make an argument at some uh, point? Oh, sorry. Yes. Rab, go. I'm sorry. Yes. Sorry. Go. Well, I mean, I got to agree with what Scott said about the fact that it is, you know, your argument seems to be based on Mr. McMahon's not actually a gimmick. And I see where you're coming from with that, with, you know, it's the Stone Cold argument. But I just think that you're missing the mark on it. I, you know, it. It's it's really really over the top. It's a really over the top human being who's just the worst the, the worst human being ever. Just just what just an enormous piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's he made rich Trump be a face. And, Look at you it know, that way. So I it's it's a fantastic gimmick. It's a gimmick that revolutionized the the, the industry. Everyone do that afterwards. WCW tried it like nine times. Uh, you know, in a three year span before they went under. Uh, it 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 changed everything. Uh, and every, there tried to be so many, and to this day, there tried to be so many gimmicks like that. Uh, so, I mean, Doink, you know, I I said it once, uh, and if if Ric Flair had made it this far, I would have voted Big Man over Ric Flair. Uh, it's it's that great a gimmick, you know, it's an all time great. I'm going Big Man. All right, Lee, you still with us? Yes. All right, who you got? The the. Uh, the... Incredibly ignorant idea that uh, gimmicks should be divorced from the real person, which it seems to be what I'm getting from the argument here, is retarded as fuck. Uh, the best, the, there, the, there are exceptions to the rules. Let's let's not get it wrong. There have been great gimmicks over the years that have been portrayed by people who are just totally divorced from those gimmicks. They're not the same person. But the best gimmicks overall in the history of wrestling have always been a heightened version of the person portraying that gimmick. So you look at, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you look at Ric Flair, those people, they're portraying heightened versions of their personalities. Vince McMahon is portraying a heightened version of his personality. Doink the Clown is definitely not. That is just a pure gimmick that is not... Have it doesn't have any personal investment from anyone portraying it. It really doesn't. It's just someone playing an evil clown or a good clown, depending on whether they're face or babyface. Vince McMahon is basically playing Vince McMahon, and he's doing a fucking great job of it. I and see, Vince McMahon goes through for me. I see what you're saying, but that's like the exact argument why I picked Doink the Clown, though. 
Yeah, but your argument's shit. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, there you go. Uh, no matter what, I can't say anything because Vincent Mann, Mr. McMahon character wins. And I think uh, it's four to one, by the way. Uh, I think this also could have been, I don't know if character versus gimmick is a thing. We really didn't like specify that, but I feel like the Vincent Mann character is a way better character than Doink, but the Doink gimmick is a way better gimmick than the Vincent Mann, the evil boss gimmick, if that makes any sense. But nope. Either okay. Either way, <laughs> moving yeah, on. No, you're, you're if totally you right. want to talk about what Drew Moore, and that's part of your criteria. Oh, no, no, Drew Moore. Are you kidding? Oh, that's undeniable. Yeah, no doubt yeah. that Vincent Mann drew more money. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. On the right side of the brackets. Semifinals: The Undertaker versus Kane. I mean, um, isn't it isn't it great oh, that we're out that way? I mean, now we got wonderful. I mean, now we got to have Undertaker face Kane. I feel this is an obvious one, but uh, we'll let Lee start it off here since he loves Kane so much. Undertaker, fuck this bullshit. Just like, just get it over with. Undertaker is so much better than Kane. Uh, he, and. Here's the thing, Glenn Jacobs is a great worker. I, I will not I will I will not I will not throw him under the bus as far as that's concerned, but honestly I, I, I think the Undertaker is a better worker than Glenn Jacobs. I, I, I think he Mark Calloway is a better worker. Tell me Glenn character. Watch this. Don't, Glenn, don't just trust me, Glenn. I don't care if he watches it. Fuck that guy. He's, he's apologizing for Saudi Arabia. Fuck that piece of shit. Well, Knox uh, County, vote him out. <laughs> I thought we were... Fuck that libertarian piece of crap. Oh, Fuck him. Oh, I thought we were gonna leave politics out of this one, but uh, I guess no, no, that was Fuck that was fucking. You're right. That was three beers ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> Rab, what do you got here? I know you're a big fan of Kane. I am a big fan of Kane. I know. Uh, I know. His gimmick is so good, it got him elected to office. No, it's true. It did. It did though. No, um, his, his popularity, his lack, of per, his lack of personality, got him licked into office his, in Knox County. His campaign was, "Hey, it wasn't me fucking the pretend dead corpse." <laughs> You're right. It was Triple H. That's true. No, I mean, I mean, Kane is a fantastic gimmick. I love that it ended up being Kane versus the Undertaker here, but just as in that, uh, the Undertaker wins. Okay, uh, Zion. Okay, here's my logic on this. Please, Lee, I please do not jump through the you, screen. You, you, you fucking piece of shit. Listen <laughs> what I'm saying, though. I hold them both in the same regard. I like the gimmicks equally. I've always liked the gimmicks equally. Uh, at different points, they've shifted a bit. Like, I would say right now, obviously, Undertaker is a much more in interesting character. I love seeing how much his gut will wiggle, wiggle around when he puts the straps down. <laughs> Uh, but I, I pretty much hold him in the same regard overall. When, if that's the case, I was starting to think, well, how can you, I can't tie. I got to pick one that I like more than the other one. Uh, I like the origin of Kane more than the non-origin of Undertaker. I've always enjoyed uh, Kane's backstory. I think it's his strongest part of his entire career was, it's just so good. It's such a weird, like, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't work at all. It's some fucking days it of our lives. It doesn't work. What are you no, talking it, about? No, it works. Yeah, it works great. I love it. And they tried other things similar to it, and it's just never as good, or, or it's just stupid and hokey. This is stupid and hokey, but for some reason it's good. So I'm going to give it to Kane. Legitimately, I think that his gimmick's more interesting because his backstory is more interesting. That's it. 
It was Can I change my vote? As a child, and when he got unmasked, he had like fucking. Well, dirt on his face. He like he liked cowboy hats. I don't know can 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 I change? Am I allowed to change my vote? Because Rom has are, are you just changing your vote because Lee is gonna freak out on you? Of course not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I have been convinced. Look, no, no, I, Zion I, I made think, it look, 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 look. Okay. We've been doing this for how long? Enough. You know, sixty years or something, apparently. right? Yeah. I think there has been no greater critic of the Undertaker on this podcast than I. Oh, I can agree. So why would it be weird for me to say that I was convinced by an argument that goes against the Undertaker? Because you have all, you have loved the Undertaker. Yes, as of late, he has definitely went down. But I know you've all. I mean, if you I want mean, to change your argument, it, is it, is it, is it your argument with you? Hold on, he's negotiating. He's like, your argument about Kane? No, isn't your argument about Kane that it started off well and then there was other stuff afterwards that is, with the hurricane uh, and Xbox one, that ruined it for you? That is one hundred percent my argument. Then why can't I make that argument with the Undertaker? See, you, here's the thing. You uh, totally I, can. I just, I just want to put this out there. I feel like the Undertaker is more. Uh, compassionate to the Latino people. <laughs> oh my God! Um, I think I, I don't think I don't think Kane is, in Knox County is going to vote for a lot is, of Latino. Undertaker things. is totally a white supremacist. Uh, oh, exactly. oh, whoa! Uh, he, <laughs> he's not even a Republican. No, no, no. He is a white okay. supremacist. Do you whoa. want? You can change if you want. If you honestly feel that way in your heart. I honestly have felt. I honestly feel this way in my heart. Oh my gonna, God! You're gonna switch yes. your pick to Kane. I'm switching my pick to Kane. I would. Okay. Uh, uh, made a very good argument, he and he convinced me. No, he, he didn't. didn't. Uh, no, he did make. Uh, Zion did make a good argument about what Kane actually doing? had a backstory and origin, while Undertaker would just he just spawned. He just happened. And yes, neither, that is neither true. one of these characters what? had a good backstory or fucking. Kane origin. has a oh, fantastic bullshit. backstory. No, they don't. No, he does. He do, I, no, I will agree. No, he does. He the, does. The, per, the purple. He up and he took his mask off the, and he had a bunch of dirt on his fucking face. That was, that that was like seven years time. later. Oh, he healed up really good, I guess? No, he is didn't. That, what it that is? was a mistake. The other guy went from being an undead purple wizard to riding a motorcycle. He had the cancer if, buzzer in his throat, if, and then all of a sudden what, he could talk normal? If, what the if, fuck? If, if the problem okay. is what happened in 2003, He's, the other guy suddenly isn't undead anymore. Switching. And now he just rides a motorcycle and wears a bandana. I am Kane. I am Kane. Now I'm just Kane. Hey, guys, I'm Kane. My throat's good again. Okay. 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 Who's got to go? I'm going to go next. I am going to go next. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Okay. Okay. Let me go. Because he likes Limp Biscuit. Okay. Limp Biscuit. That was good. I like that song. Anyway, here we go. Um, Undertaker or Kane? I think it's pretty obvious the way I've been voting for these, the way I've what I've been saying about these. That Kane, though he was an extremely strong gimmick at the beginning. It it has fallen off. Is Undertaker's has fallen off, but it was it was great for a lot longer than Kane's was. And overall, I am I think undoubtedly Kane is gonna fall victim to Undertaker in this uh in this bracket, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Um and I am gonna pick Undertaker over Kane. Guys Kane did 
have the better backstory, but he spawned from Undertaker. He's more of a secondary... doesn't mean anything, though, just because because he came from somewhere else. No, that's true, but that is more of a, hey, uh, Robin is a great character. Robin's a fantastic character. No, but Nightwing is way better than Batman. I've always loved Nightwing more than Uh, Batman. Well, if that's your argument, I guess we'll definitely not be able to... Bomber, you... you, uh, Look, the the Jeffersons... You've really turned around, in my opinion. You're the best person I've ever met. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. So what, is, what does that make me, Lee? Uh, you're, you're like third or something. <laughs> you're in the top 20. Um, but no, I, for real, though, for real, though, Undertaker, Undertaker's gimmick, bottom line, is greater all-time over Kane's, um, in my opinion. So we're, that's 2-2. We're going to go to Scott for the deciding vote wow. here. Um, Scott, what do you got here? Will he be evicted from Canada? Let's find out. <laughs> now, don't let any of these people sway you like Scott no, did. Or like uh, Rab did, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, for real, both, though. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Both are endearing. Both have been around for a very long time. We talked about that. Both have had ups and downs. Both have evolved. Kane's gimmick wouldn't exist without The Undertaker's. Now, I know it's a difference where, like... It, just because it's spun off of it doesn't mean it's not as good. I mean, often the spin-off can be better. That can happen because it like breaks Godfather free. Too. No, that's the sequel. It's different. But the the, the spin-off... <laughs> like, the Je- like the Jeffersons. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so that kind of thing can happen. Um, I don't think that's what happened here because it doesn't... It, it never got better than The Undertaker, in my opinion. Um, and Correct. the weaker points during, like, even though Kane was around eight years less, I think it was, um, if you kind of look at the overall, there's more lows in Kane's character than there are Undertaker's, if you want to go that road. But there's also way more highs on Undertaker's as well, I feel. So, Undertaker gets my vote. There it is. Scott. All right, so Kane advances. Person. It's too bad that Lee doesn't have an opinion. Undertaker advances <laughs> three to two. God is the now, best. Let's go to the coin. Leader, leader couldn't pick. Nope. Yay. I am best person. Right. Matt, no. you keep fucking talking shit. And you can just <laughs> fucking being ignored. You got Look, your when, money, God damn it. When, right? when Lee. Right. Fuck when you, someone, man. When someone is this drunk, they can't consent. Here it is. <laughs> no. No. Oh, he's... Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I can Maybe give myself not. over to somebody. It's just not you. That's <laughs> there, all there is to it. There you go. It's it has been stated. That was the longest pause. There it is. So where it was going. I had to think about it a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have finally made it to the finals. We have finals on, on the, the left side of the, on the left side of the brackets, Mr. McMahon. On the right side, the Undertaker. Creator versus creation. How fucking cool is that? I like so, that. So here we go. As I usually do, I will ask who wants to go first. Can I go first? Okay, we had multiple. Ah, people. I got there first. Yeah, Scott did say it first, so we're going to. But Scott's, but Scott's a racist. Wait, yeah, how, Scott's wait? racist. <laughs> Heard that? I would look. Look, look the fact the fact that you're trying to make sure that the Hispanic, that the Latino, does not get the word oh, in, that, is proof of the racism was... that comes from the South. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go with Scott first here. What do you, <laughs> what do you got? Um, for the record, if. Uh, Flair did get through. He still wouldn't have beaten McMahon, in my opinion. So this was still the final, even if I didn't pick Doink. Um, <clears throat> for the record, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, creator versus creation. But you got to take the gimmick where you go with it. All McMahon said was, "I want a Wild West Undertaker." 
and he did all the things from there with the eye roll and the sit up and the, the all that. So he made the gimmick his own in its own way. And I don't want to say Bomber's right. No, sorry, no. It's Bomber in this case. Yeah, the the gimmick is better than the the kind of gimmick. I mean, yeah, the best gimmicks are the ones where it's the character to the nth degree, the Rock, the Stone Cold, Hogan, even to an extent. Um, those ones are the over the top person, which McMahon is, but like I said, versus DiBiase and Doink, McMahon's character is one of the best of its type, I do feel, so it's a good representation and it's the evil boss and it's fantastic and it works. I might be biased with Undertaker, which is kind of why I want to go first, but I think that is simply the best gimmick, um, which is part of why I was, as much as doing a Halloween episode would have been good, we would have been talking Undertaker versus Mortis and things, <laughs> so... It would have been no contest. But even still here, I think Undertaker takes it handily. Okay, that's one. And now we get to watch it go wrong. And that's one for Undertaker. Uh, Rab, you wanted to go first, so we're going to let you go second here. Um, Rab, uh, go for it. They're, they're both fantastic gimmicks. They, I, I think they 100% deserve to beat mm. their sides of the bracket. Uh, that's right. I voted for Kane, but uh, that was just to fuck with Lee. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I well knew done. it. Well done. I knew it. Um, I mean, I knew who you were gonna vote for, and I knew who Scott was gonna vote for. It wasn't a big deal. No, you're um, regardless, um, that's not how this is done. I know, right? Any, anyway, <laughs> anyway, the purity. Um, but they, they're, they're, they're both. All-time great gimmicks. They both deserve to win their side of the bracket. You know, it's it's about as good as it gets here. Uh, but I have to go with Mr. McMahon. I think it is just. I think if one of these two revolutionized the industry, it was McMahon's, and it's because it's it's so good, and it it's because it's so real. It's because of you know you feel it from you know it's obviously there's nothing real about the Undertaker. Well, it's he's a fucking undead wizard. He's purple. Uh, God damn it! He is though. It's not my fault. I know. It's hilarious so every true. time. I love it so much. He is. Though. It's not on me. It's it, you know. It's it's one of those things that shouldn't work because it's stupid, but it works perfectly. Um, but McMahon, I think McMahon. It, it, wrestling got to where it was in in the late '90s, early 2000s because of how good the McMahon gimmick is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I have to go. And Undertaker was obviously part of that, but part of that, and even with McMahon and, you know, the higher power, which was stupid as fuck, but it, it just, it was it was great. Um, I got to go with Mr. McMahon. Okay. Uh, Matt Zion. Uh, close. It's close. Uh, but Taker's just got it. Taker's always been the gimmick. Yeah, and what's nice about him, at least, is that he's good in the ring, too, or at least he was for a good portion of his career. Really rare, too, that he, like, started not that great, then got really good, and then got bad again. Like, that's that's kind of – you don't see that very often at all. Um, but he's – that's just it. Undertaker's the gimmick. I would have, honest to God, voted Kane over Undertaker and Vince, though. Like, I, I don't know. I just always enjoyed his backstory a little bit more. But uh, Undertaker as a whole, he gets my vote. He's got the, got the win. I kind of expected he would anyway, so – all right. I think uh, I think he is the favorite. Like, when you look at the bracket, you probably think that Undertaker would be the favorite. And I'm a little surprised on McMahon, but he made it this far. And I can I can definitely see your guys' arguments. You guys have definitely made good ar- – by the way, I'm going. This is my turn. Uh, in case you didn't guess that. Um, 
you guys made great arguments on Mr. McMahon and the, the character or the gimmick, whichever you want to call it. And there's no doubt that it is one of the most iconic characters, gimmicks in professional wrestling. No doubt about it. Um, I just can't buy it as one of the greatest gimmicks of all time over The Undertaker. I mean, I, I, I obviously can't do it since I was going to pick Doink the Clown. I Undertaker is... There's only two great gimmicks, or... I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was going with that. But um, Undertaker is by far, between him and McMahon, the only gimmick on my radar when I think of those two. If I just look at both of them, I'm like, oh, which one of these are a better gimmick? I don't even think about McMahon as a gimmick. So I am going to go with Undertaker here. It's it's iconic. It's going to last forever. Everybody will remember Undertaker. One of the best wrestlers, characters, gimmicks, looks, feels, everything that there is about professional wrestling. Uh, Undertaker is all wrapped up into one, and his gimmick is definitely one of the best of all time. So... Uh, that's my vote. Uh, Lee. This one's actually kind of tough because uh, say what you will about Mr. McMahon stacked up against The Undertaker. These are two gimmicks that people believe in. Uh, Undertaker, for all the bullshit that his career has gone through, like all the lows, all the really silly bullshit that he still does to this day, by the way, that mm -hmm. is just ridiculous people still buy into his shit. Like, when that fucking gong goes and he enters, people pop for that motherfucker. And that's just a testament to what a great worker he was and what a great personality he still is and how he just sort of commands the fucking ring when he, when he walks in there. Um, Mr. McMahon, people believe in that fucking shit. Like, it... There, there, there's a part of a backstory there where, you know, oh, Mr. McMahon behind the scenes, he's in real life, he's an asshole. And you just buy his character because, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. You, you just buy his character totally, no matter how heightened it is. And it's a really hard matchup, but I think, I think Undertaker just has more longevity than Mr. McMahon does. Uh, and it's a really... Honestly, it's a tough thing because Mr. Man, he's he's not really a worker. I mean, he can go in the ring, he can do matches with great workers and make it look halfway as decent. But he's not a wrestler. He's not a worker. The Undertaker can do it all. Like the guy can fly. He can fucking wrestle. He can do fucking grappling and all that shit. He can do the MMA shit that he brought into his career later on. Uh, and all at the same time, he still pulls off that persona and people still buy into his bullshit, which is amazing. I can't say that for, like, Kane, where it's just it, it feels silly when he does his shit, but The Undertaker has this upper level of realism somehow, and it, it's weird. It, do, it doesn't make sense, but he does. And he just has the longevity that Mr. Man, I don't think he has. So I have to go with Undertaker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> that means we have a winner, four votes to one. The Undertaker is going to win and uh, win the title for Jobber Radio's greatest gimmick in the business, The Undertaker. In WWE. In, okay, sorry, yes, we, we did specify that before this, in WWE. Um, 
But there you go. There you have it. I honestly, I thought it was going to come down to Million Dollar Man versus The Undertaker. Um, when I looked at the bracket myself, but Vince McMahon, I guess it goes back to what you guys said. We got the real Million Dollar Man versus, you know, the gimmick Million Dollar Man. And you guys uh, went with the real one. But, I thought it was going to be Flair against Undertaker, but then a bunch of assholes uh, voted. No, <laughs> no, I, I also, I also thought it was going to be Flair against. I Undertaker. could see, like I said, if we didn't do just WWE, I could see it definitely easily see Ric Flair over there. Uh, I actually would have had a yeah. hard time Million Dollar Man versus Flair, but I, I don't know. I might have went. No, I would have went Ric Flair. I think I would have went Ric Flair probably. I, I mean, was, I would have, I, I, I would have gone McMahon over Flair anyways. But I thought you guys were going to get Flair through the to the end. No, what I doink, think is, doink is was better is, WWE. So what I think no, what I think funny. No, you, vo- you literally voted <laughs> Doink though. You voted yeah, Doink. You said no. Yeah, yeah I know though. Um, but what? what what I find funny is when you say you don't even think of McMahon as a gimmick. Yeah, but it is. Like mm-hmm. they've got they've got you so believing it that you don't even think I of it mean, as a gimmick. Maybe, that's how good it is. Maybe that's true. Maybe maybe that's hundred percent true. Maybe I, it's so good of a gimmick that I don't think of it as a gimmick. That's possible. It's really fucking, that good. Fucking it really Mark. Is. Well, then maybe that means <laughs> maybe that means I should have picked it then. But no, I I don't know. There it is. Either way, the the votes are in four to one. Undertaker wins. Greatest gimmick of all time in the WWE. Okay. So there you go. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, hopefully we can do another one where we get some WCW guys in here. Yes. And we'll do a WCW. Uh, I, I, will yeah. build, I will build a list. Uh, you know, pay attention to this list this time. I looked at your other list. To the, to the <laughs> Halloween list. The horror gimmick list that you totally ignored for Halloween. Okay. Let's just, you yes. know. I, I, I did look at it, and I instantly, kind of what uh, somebody said earlier with Undertaker versus, like, Mortis and Demon 666 that's, or whatever. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Undertaker would have yeah. easily walked through that one. So. We we honestly almost decided, we talked about this a while back, of doing a horror list without Undertaker, just specifically because of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I apologize, Bomber, but I still hate it's, you. It's okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I can live with that. Hope you guys can too. Um, all right, uh, I think let's get out of here, guys. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Tune in to uh, JabberRadio.com and on our YouTube channel. Just search Jabber Radio on everything, and we will pop up. All right, guys, we're out of here. See you on the next episode. Eat it up, Marks. <laughs>